What's up, everybody? Episode 112 of the All You Can Hear podcast. I am one of your five co-hosts, Tanner, and with me, as per usual, are Gamer Boy Colt. Jonathan. Oh, um, new console, Cody. It's me, Winslow. <laughs> and I'm post-show Pat. I'm just kidding. Pat's oh, not here. Oh, oh <laughs> dang. He's, He's dead. Yeah, Pat. RIP, baby boy. Uh, this week, we are talking about E3, everything that came out from the conference, uh, just kind of general thoughts on the conference, the games that were shown, what wasn't shown, stuff like that. I In mean, other words, we're glossing over 90% of it and focusing most of it on Animal Crossing. <laughs> no. Welcome to our Animal Crossing New Horizons <laughs> deep. Uh, I, you know, Maybe not would be a bad idea to maybe do a podcast on that at some point. But uh, we'll be going in order of the press conferences. I, we have a Google Doc. It has games. I don't know if we'll touch on everything listed on the Google Doc, but we'll try to hit on a lot of stuff. Uh, we're going to go in order of the conferences. So first, we're going to talk about Microsoft. They were on Sunday afternoon. First conference. And oh my God, did they have the games. They had I, a lot of games. No exclusives, mm-hmm. really. But they had games. They not many exclusive. Well, I'm looking at the list. I'm trying to think how many exclusives they had. It's like four off this list. I think. I think four exclusives off the list we have. Um, Halo Infinite, Halo Infinite, and Gears, Gears. Gears Five, Bleeding Edge. I because be- it's Ninja Theory, and then and then. Well, I guess Psychonauts Two isn't technically an exclusive, no. but they acquired Double Fine. So yeah, it's not an exclusive. It's not an exclusive, but oh, Fantasy Star Online Two. Weirdly, it's enough. not an exclusive. Oh, is it not? Is it coming no, to PlayStation Two? Yes, but just PlayStation Two. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, Spence, uh, yeah. Phil Spencer announced that it's coming to everything else. I think. Oh, okay. I think it might come to Switch. I, th- that could be wrong there. Well, it's PS Two. It's on Switch in Japan, but only through streaming. Kind of like how Resident Evil 7 is available on Switch in Japan, but only through, like, streaming. Like, it's not digital, it's not physical, it's like you have to stream it to your Switch. It's a whole weird thing. What about uh, Crossfire X? Crossfire... What was Crossfire Maybe that is an exclusive... I, like I said, I don't remember. They showed a shit ton I mean, of games, it's fine, like, not, like, being like, oh, I need my... I need to know my Crossfire X is on there, because, let me tell you... Don't care about Crossfire yeah. X. I don't even know what that is. It was that one thing, they had that CG trailer where it was like military and it was like and like Phil Spencer was like this PC legend that we know everybody loves only famous in China and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. in South Korea maybe I, that, that may be an Xbox console exclusive I, I'm almost guaranteed I would guess it comes to PC but anyways the first game on our list that I really want to talk about is Cyberpunk 2077 Cyberpunk Cyberpunk 2077 your breath no, you just you start just <laughs> quoting the whole Keanu thing. That was like so out of left field, but now with a week like, you know, living in a post Keanu and Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven world, it just feels so right. It really it does. Mm-hmm. Like top E three moments of the decade. It's up there. It would, it's up honestly, there. it's probably up there. Like between, cra- like, because there, there's not a single person I know or a single reaction video I've watched that is nothing less than losing their shit for Keanu yeah. Reeves. It's just like, oh my god, that's Keanu Reeves, and then it cuts, and then like the 
stage starts to lift up and it's just Keanu and his blazer he wears everywhere and the same pair of pants and then just a different shirt. But you know, would he have to ever change his clothes? No, absolutely no. not. No. I'm, exactly. God, it was Everyone so Everyone in the room where we were watching also screamed. Yeah, we all lost our shit. The, like, I've never heard like a... I've heard, okay, I've probably heard a few bigger cheers at E3 conferences, for, but Keanu was up there. Oh, yeah. And definitely up there for this decade because it, it was so like, it was like one thing for Keanu to be in the game. It yeah. was another thing for him to be like there in person, mm-hmm. <laughs> just saying cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. <laughs> and it was so fun. It's so funny too, because you could tell he was like trying to stay on script, but also like he sounded robotic when he was on script. But when like he would riff a little, it felt a lot more natural. Yeah. Like he'd be like, when CD Projekt Red uh, came up to me and told me about Cyberpunk 2077, I was excited. And it's just like, okay, just like Keanu be Keanu for yeah. like five. He really didn't even have to say anything. Just come up on stage, start pointing at everybody, and then leave. Yeah, that's Fuck. it. <laughs> Same thing with uh, Bam Bam, but we'll get to that later. Yeah, we'll get to the dog later. But, oh, man. And the, and the fact that it's not just a cameo, he has the second most dialogue in the game. Yeah. Like, I mean, he's... He's the AI chip in your head. He's basically the um, fucking Iron Man AI. Well, I mean, he's pretty much like Cortana. Yeah. They're basically the same. But thing. like We're way saying better. the same thing. But, but way but, better and way harder, am I, I right? Mean, I, know. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying they're AI. I, I, uh, but I mean, but I mean, you know, uh, Iron Man's Jar- more relatable. People but, know more but about But Jarvis Iron is Man. just a voice. He never he didn't have a physical form. Oh, so you can't jerk off to Jarvis? <laughs> Actually, he does. Is called uh, the Vision. Uh, but, but that's the Vision, okay? Okay. <laughs> but wasn't Jarvis an actual person in the Peggy Carter show or something? Like uh, that? No, he was. Uh, he was. I mean, you see, so he did have a physical. Thing. You see Jarvis in Endgame. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Wendell, I think you're breaking down here. I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's just call. Let's just call uh, Keanu Reeves the most relatable thing people in this room can relate to. Zangetsu from Bleach. Um, I feel like that's only a thing I would. I don't Everybody, remember. What are you talking all. about? It was <laughs> Ichigo's sword's physical form. Why like do you a, talk to me body, like I know? In a body. It was like, have you not seen Bleach? No. No. <laughs> no. Every time we bring it up, he says, I don't know what that is. When we went over the OPs, I was like, man, I've never watched a show. <laughs> yeah, you did. Motherfucker, I, I swear rem- to God, if you come over here. <laughs> I don't remember March. Um, but yeah, so that's that's cyber. I mean, they showed a bunch of CG. That's like the general feeling of this year's E3 was like, there wasn't a whole lot of gameplay. It's shown like during the actual conferences, it was just a lot of CG and stuff. So like, I mean, I think Microsoft showed like five gameplay demos maybe six like there was not a lot of gameplay shown not at all across any of the conferences they showed some cool cg trailers but i just got tired of it real yeah they showed some cool cg trailers i was like man that would be really cool when you see gameplay of that in a year or two or even three or longer or five or five or seven kind of like you know never bethesda did with you know elder scrolls six last year it's like here's we're making it surprise yeah Uh, uh but so, Cyberpunk also got a release date. Yeah. yeah. It's coming out in April, April which is which a lot sooner I than a lot excited. of people thought. It's sooner than I thought. I I yeah. really thought they were going to hold off till the end of I thought they were going to hold off till new consoles. So now it's in that weird position where they're getting it out in April, which is 7 months before new consoles. But then like people are going to be like, "Oh, give it to me on new console." I mean, same thing happened with GTA 5. 
were yeah. like we were like we have to have GTA 5 on new consoles. It took a year to port them over to new consoles. Like is Cyberpunk going to be one of those things like hey, it's coming out for, you know, Xbox 1 and PS4 in April, but if you wait till next November, you can play it on PlayStation 5 and Scarlet, but also that brings up a whole thing about like well they're supposed to be backwards compatible so like is there just going to be a patch are they actually just going to reprint it like it's a whole mess that i'm very excited to delve into it's gonna be a patch situation it has to be i would think so too but then like also if you can make extra money why don't you yeah i think well i think from i mean i wish they wouldn't sorry (laughs) um i think they'll do both like They'll have a they'll they'll have it to where they'll patch it, but that sounds weird. But if you, I get what you're saying. Like if you haven't bought it before, but have the new consoles, you can just buy it on. Yeah, hmm. I, I guess that. they could do that. I mean, any way to make money. Yeah, that's the thing. Money. This is definitely going to be very story driven. Oh yeah! Oh, oh yeah! yeah. CD Projekt Red. Yeah. I mean, that trailer we got was you know sto- a story trailer, which was interesting because you see the guy. Um, that's the beginning of the game. Yeah, I mean, it I has, mean, has to be. It has to be. It's the same people from uh, the gameplay we saw last. Yeah, I yeah. think I think everything we've seen is within like the first three or four hours of the game, like including yeah. that forty minute demo from last yeah, year. Yeah, because that guy, um, oh man, whatever his name was, but you like he tries to kill you, um, or any. He was like the he was like your contact or something in the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh wow, that's really interesting. And then from like just things I've this isn't like insider information, just like general thoughts on Twitter. What I've heard is that the demo they showed behind closed doors this year is a little bit further in the game, but still not like super far. Oh wow, like probably within the first six seven hours of the game. Oh, man. So I'm interested, and I think. CD Projekt Red came out and said like, "Hey, we're releasing. We're going to release like the video of that demo, but it's not going to be till August." I yeah, think. that's interesting. They're waiting for Gamescom. I think. Yeah, they're waiting till after Gamescom to release it. So I think it's going to be like the end of August before they release it to like the general public. But apparently, it's like just as long. It may even be a little bit longer than last year's. It's like a forty-five minute demo that they're going to release. Hmm. So and it was playable, I believe. Still uh, though, that's like awesome. behind closed doors. So I I'm, I'm excited for that coming out in April, which again, way sooner than I thought cuz I I thought for sure it was next November or would even get pushed back to 2021. I I remember uh a while ago and I didn't say anything, but somehow this uh this Instagram page got knowledge of of Cyberpunk having a release day and mm-hmm. I was like it was like spring, and so whoever whoever got that, good job. Yeah. Because man, thank you. <laughs> uh, another so like we've seen Microsoft kind of in the past couple of years try to like geared towards more like the Asian market because like I mean Sony just and Nintendo dominate over there. Like Microsoft has like no hold in like Japan or China or anything. So like you kind of saw that a little bit this year with like the Fantasy Star Online two stuff, which is oh. huge news for people that love you oh, know, yeah. PSO games. Uh, and then that uh, cross Crossfire X, yeah. Wh- which again, that's like that's a very old game that hasn't that has like that hasn't been around forever, and it's just like it. That was just a weird presentation. I don't know. But what if I told you you could replay through the Saiyan Saga once again in Dragon Ball Z? Hundred <laughs> fucking time. I don't care about that shit anymore. I know that stuff by heart. I don't want to play through it again. It makes like. There's nothing appealing to that. There, to there's nothing appealing it's about appealing. it. It's appealing. I mean, it looks I, cool. I, like I love the story. Yeah, but I don't want to play that game. Like I've played it in Budokai One, and Budokai Two, and Budokai Three, and Tenkaichi, and Tenkaichi Two, and Tenkaichi Three. Like I've played it in like seven or eight fucking Dragon Ball games. But I bought you all a copy. 
I mean, I'd play it, but <laughs> I, I, mean, I'm not gonna be... I don't want to. <laughs> and see, this is where they get your money because, like, you tell me that. I'm like, well, I guess I'll play it, but, like, I'll be mad about it. <laughs> yeah, you know. But I'll, I'll never directly buy it. I'll sit down. Not not for 60 bucks. No. Like, if it was, like, no, 10 no. bucks, I'd be like, I, okay. I could be like, okay, oh, sure, let's fuck up Frieza. But... Like and it's being sold as like an action RPG, which I guess the rest of them aren't sold like that. So maybe they'll do some interesting stuff that at least makes it different, as opposed to hey, guess what? Did you know <laughs> Super Saiyan? But man, ah, man, it's like you watch the show. It's like now you get to play like you're in it. Like <laughs> again for the fortieth time. Like I've never, I've never even played the games, and I'm tired seeing it. Like one thousand percent though. Like even if you've even like RPG elements really can't solve this conundrum like, yeah it seems weird in a dragon ball sense cause i don't know how that even would work it doesn't ball. seem like it would even be worth it uh, you know because it's not like it's adding anything new mm-hmm. because the whole point of dragon ball is the fighting and so you have a fighting game that then you have a story cut and then a fight scene and then a story cut i I don't even think like nothing. Uh, there's nothing appealing about like mm-hmm. you get to RPG style this now. There's nothing appealing about yeah. like, that. What, what do you? Yeah. Oh, man, yeah. It's, I don't know. I just I would. I'm over. Like I if now if this was a Dragon Ball Super game, I would I'd probably be way I'd be all over it. Yeah, because they haven't released anything like that. Like I, yeah, I think that would be interesting. Like that would be you know at least different. Uh, at least a different, you know, story or something. I don't know why they just the gameplay looked like it looked like one of the Tenkaichi games. Yeah, which don't get me wrong, the Tenkaichi games rule. But I also played them already, you know, 10, 12 years Nothing ago. Nothing about that trailer told me and said there. This is something new. This is something different. Mm-hmm. This is something that's going to shake things up. This it honestly looked like a worse rehashed version of a Tenkaichi game, and I just did not. Now, what if it. what if they made a, a Dragon Ball game that takes place in another because, you know, there's other universes. Yeah. Spoiler. What if it took place in another universe? Well, it'd be hot with, as like, shit. with, like, different yeah. changes to the gameplay. Like, yeah. yeah. With different or a GT line. game. Like, that, love a GT like game. that would make much more sense because, you know, that's something they don't really explore. Mo- like, from what I've watched, you know, they don't explore it in depth. Yeah. We just only know a handful of characters. Or or even, I know this is... Like, oh, sorry. No, go like, ahead. Like, they can do something with the... Uh, who's that? F- uh, Jiren is part of this team. Um... I hate Jiren so much. But, I don't want to see him but, ever. But, I mean, think about it, though. Like, he's also a super powerful character like Goku. Just, like, have a game, like, you know, where he's the main character and, like, kind of, like, his exploits with that team or whatever, whoever they are. There's so much you can do with, like, the the world and the characters they have built with the Dragon Ball franchise. And they still just continuously are like, you have to play as Goku. You have to fight Raditz. Then you fight. Then you go train. Then you fight Nappa. Then you fight Vegeta. Then you go to, uh, you know, Frieza. Fight Frieza. Then the Cell games. Then the Boo Saga. Then you're done. It's been like that literally since I was a child. Yeah. <laughs> Not even an open world game. With I, I, I don't literally there's nothing that could yeah. get me to go back and play that and be satisfied right now yep. unless they show me something that completely shakes up the entire story of mm-hmm. it all. And see, and like unless it's like. Uh, of what's it called? A b- 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 Boost Fury for the GBA. Yeah. I love those. The, games. Yeah, those that game are was some awesome. of my favorite Dragon Ball games of all time. I think it'd be really cool to have a game like um, Fire Emblem with Dragon Ball Z World. Yeah, I mean, even yeah, I mean that would that would be awesome because I mean that's what One Piece does. Like One Piece, granted, it has a lot more 
story and characters than Dragon Ball, but like they like a lot of One Piece games are different genres. You have an open world One Piece game, you have a like a Dynasty Warriors esque One Piece game, you have an RPG One One Piece game. Like you can play. I mean, yeah, it's the same story, but it's all these different gameplay mechanics, and they add just enough new stuff where it's a different experience every time. So and Dragon Ball's not really doing that. So, I, I don't know. Also, man. with the Naruto games, at least they progress the story. Yeah, and with Naruto games, they add new stuff every time they release one of those games. It's not like you're just playing up to like the first Naruto Sasuke fight every yeah. time, which is essentially what you're doing in all these Dragon Ball Z games. Oh, hey, we need another Dragon Ball Z game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hear me out. You know what would be awesome? Did you know Raditz was Goku's brother? What if you fought him? <laughs> Give me Budokai slash Tenkaichi with everything post Buu Saga. Yeah, I mean, even... Give me, give me GT, give me Super. Yeah, throw GT in there as, like, an alternate, like, after you beat the Soupy, or the Soupy, the Super storyline, you go play the GT as, like, hey, alternate history, and you play through the GT saga. Because, I mean, there was good stuff in GT. Step into the grand and, like, the, uh, Xenoverse <laughs> yeah. games do have that. Yeah, the Xenoverse mm-hmm. games do that. I just, I don't like but the gameplay of the Xenoverse well, yeah. games. Here's the, I don't know, I don't think that people know the origins of Goku. <laughs> I think we need to teach the people Actually, about Goku. Actually, we don't really have many games we the origins fucking of dragon. We don't have anything with Dragon yeah, Ball. That is like, true. That, that would be actually really Which great. I wonder if maybe they'll cover this here, considering this game is literally called DBZ Kakarot. Kakarot. And plus they have a lot of dra- uh, dragons, or dinosaurs in the gameplay that we saw. Yeah, so, Which I mean... that's really wasn't a big part of it. So we're all excited now. <laughs> no. no. I talked myself into no. it. I just pre-ordered it. <laughs> Can we um, please stop before I actually buy this game? Spe- <laughs> Speaking of pre-orders, who here is excited about Gears 5? I am, actually. Uh, I, I mean, I, it's another Gears game. I love mean, Gears. I mean, that they trailer. got tiny heads and big bodies. I don't get it. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> What's there not to get? I've never played a Gears game. It's so weird because, you know, last year they they show it off for the first time, and it's like this gritty story. It's supposed to get you in, and then this year they open it with fucking, fucking Billy Billie Eilish. Eilish. Oh. And it's just like, huh, this is weird. And, like, it's totally appealing to, like, the dude bros. Like, like you know, fresh out of high school, early into college, you're just not doing anything. I, I don't uh, even know if it's dude bros. I think it's, like, middle school going to high school. Maybe it's more that. It's definitely trying to appeal to, like, hey, you like aliens and also like COD? How about you play Gear? They're not even calling it Gears of War anymore. It's Gears just called Gears. Gears of War comes, or the whole Gears franchise, whatever the fuck it is, comes from this era of like 360 where they were like let's let's put people in real big suits and like let them walk around <laughs> and for some reason Xbox has all has implanted that in my mind that that's what Xbox is about just <laughs> tiny people in big suits I mean I mean <laughs> you're not you've heard of Forza off. Have you There's heard, people in those cars. You or, heard of, you heard of this little game Halo? <laughs> when I saw Halo, I was sh- lost my shit. I'm like, is he a fucking? Because I've never played Halo, and so I'm looking at I'm looking at Master Chief or whatever his name is, which makes no sense. Master Chief, Mel Master Chief. I, I mean, what the does, fuck is that kind of name? First of I all, mean, it's, it's a rank. It's a rank, but also it doesn't. Oh, is it really? Yeah, like, like IRL. Master, Master Chief. <laughs> okay, well I'm talking to the U.S. Hey, Army Cody, right stolen now. Valor. No, no, Master Chief is stolen a rank. Valor. Master Chief is a rank in the Navy. It's yeah. not that high. Well, I don't understand how... If he's Master Chief, he's in the Navy, why is he in fucking space? Well, he's in Space Marines. No, because Marines the, U- the UNSC, the, um, the United Nations Space Command, they have their own Navy, So, and the Spartans are under the Navy, so he they get naval ranks. And we're getting that in real life. I want to throw up. Anyways, uh, <laughs> sorry, I, I could talk about lore all day. This is what you learn in JRTC. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's about, it's about Halo. <laughs> 
can confirm. Uh, <laughs> anywho. So Gears. Um, it's going to be a fun experience if you like Gears. I think it'll the be The trailers fun. were just bad. I don't know what they were thinking with the trailers. It's going to be another Gears game. That fir- I mean, that first trailer they showed last year actually looked like, huh, okay, I'm kind of with it. I mean, that was that was actual, like, you know, gameplay and yeah. stuff. And then with this, it's like... And then this year they showed multiplayer stuff, which, I mean, I, like, I get Gears has multiplayer, but, like, I've never been drawn into the Gears multiplayer. I, even though Gears multiplayer is huge. Yeah. I, think about I mean, I mean, like, Gear, I mean, Gears is what started, like, Horde mode. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. literally, like, if it wasn't for Gears, like, all these, other, I mean, I'm sure eventually somebody would have thought of, hey, what if you just fought endless waves of enemies? Which, oh, man, Horde mode is fun. And then they did that one mode, um, fuck, I can't remember what it's called, but it's like, it was like in Gears Three where you get to play as the uh, Locust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Remember that, that was so fucking yeah. fun. That was fun too. So I don't know. I thought it was weird that they focused more on the multiplayer, and also this game comes out in September. Yeah, which uh, is way sooner than yeah. I figured. I mean, uh, they've been working on it for a um, while. Sorry, we got off Cody earlier. What were you gonna say? <laughs> oh, about in the Halo trailer that we were gonna get to probably. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking big ass head but ass. The, but you know, something I should say like. At least with, like, the Spartans and their designs, they're very proportional. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like, ma- like Master Chief, like, I never look at Master Chief and go, man, that's a big-ass mech. No, yeah, like, I mean, it's a, like, I mean. But especially a, in, like, Gears 1 and Gears 2, you look at Marcus Phoenix, it's like, you're a child uh, in this nine-foot robot armor. You know, I, I remember, I was thinking, like, you know, and that's the thing, too, with, like, the gears and stuff. Like, none of the soldiers are altered, but then I remembered because humanity was on the verge of extinction, they started, uh, they actually started, uh, engine, like, making humans in, like, factories and stuff. I yeah. completely forgot about that. Yeah. So gears, Lord! Gears! <laughs> well, welcome to Mine and Wenzel's new show called Gears Logic, and we will be dissecting every chapter of the Gears of War franchise, starting with Gears of War 2, because we were saying Gears 1 does not exist. Why? Gears of War One was good. Was, was, <laughs> it, it was good. Gears Two is by far the, like the best, the best game in that series. Oh yes, I think Gears Three uh, is, but fuck me. We're going to talk about Halo last just because they showed it last. Yeah, so I feel like we should close. I mean, we're pretty sure that and Scarlet talk. Uh, net, they showed a uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, which e- EA actually showed like the first gameplay demo the day before, but also like it was EA, they didn't do anything. They kind of like backed out of E3, like kind of last minute. You know, and I and I heard that, and I heard what they did was still bad. <laughs> what? Their uh, their little thing. Their- oh, yeah, 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 the EA Play stuff. Yeah, I heard that stuff did not go super great. And then it was like outside. I'm like, who wants yeah. to play video games outside in Los Angeles in June? Anyways. um, I can't even see the screen. What the fuck? Hey, sweaty balls. Okay. Yeah, Wendell's Football, right. Football, soccer. No, no. Sweaty balls. Ooh. But what I heard about uh, Fallen Order is because that that demo, I know a lot of people, including myself and several people at this table, thought the demo they showed during that, because we all watched like the demo they, they showed of Jedi Fallen Order, looked kind of weird, but like from everything I've heard, the demo they showed behind closed doors at E3 was like, they should have shown this. Like, this is way better. Yeah, people, um, people, because I, I read up on some stuff before this, I, people did not like what they saw with the Jedi Fallen Order stuff, mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm like, I mean, I liked, I liked it, but like, I don't know, people were getting, it was getting some pretty big hate. Yeah, but, uh, but apparently, like, a lot of the press people that went to E3 was like, this is what they should have shown, and the, the reason is, because I know it's like the, the laziest comparison in gaming, but apparently the combat is a lot like Dark Souls. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's what I saw. like. They said like the the combat was just not like from what they saw. Like mm-hmm. I don't know about the closed doors, but like from what we saw, it was just mm-hmm. like people were like it's just uninspired and just you know yeah. 
not. But if it was a lot of dark, like Dark Souls, I'd, I'd like it. Yeah, that's, but that's, I don't well, think it's like Dark Souls. I think it's more like the Surge and the Surge. Fucking terrible combat. It's like I'm moving through butter and I'm swinging a very big rock. See, this is the thing that this is the thing that kind of gets me is that they made it look like in that trailer, like it was super super easy. The, and that's probably what our problem is: is that yeah. there's a disconnect there where they're like, "This is really cool," but then you watch the gameplay and it's like it's like watching someone do uh, expert. Uh, Guitar hero. guitar hero. You're like, oh, that looks easy. <laughs> yeah. Let me try. And, and then, then you, you die. And then you die. Uh, and if you make it look super easy, I mean, yeah, it looks fun, sure. But that's probably a lot of the reason why is because that emptiness, you're not really paying attention to the emptiness. Like the gameplay itself kind of speaks for much of the game. Yeah. And um, if it is much more complicated to fight and to battle like that, then that makes it a lot. That makes it, that's a different world there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like since they made it look so easy in the game trailer, it's just kind of like, well, you know, now it's like. You just kind of look like you're hacking and slashing yeah. through yeah, the yeah, sparse yeah, yeah. enemies. But now that it, it shows that, like, oh, one or two enemies actually fucking takes a minute to kind of get adjusted to it. And so, hmm. And another reason I'm just, like, not really super excited about this game is we've seen this story, like, a thousand times in comics, even in the old EU stuff. Of just, oh, Jedi who survived Order 66. This is their little exploits. I mean, literally, like, the last TV show, Rebels, had an entire character yeah. whose story was this. And I'm just like, can we move on from in between episodes three and four? God damn it, That's, please. That, that was the only time episode. that exists in Star Wars. Apparently. <laughs> well, actually, I'm, I'm super interested in this uh, for that exact same reason is because... This is actually, since it's, you know, it looks like they are bringing in people like, what's his name? Uh, um, Forrest Whitaker. Forrest Whitaker. Yeah, yeah Saul Guerrero. Yeah, he's going to be in there and several other people. I think this area this era has a lot of good storytelling aspects to it. Of course, we they do stick to the the, the Lost Jedi and all the other stuff. I want to see yeah. more on the side, and again, again I haven't seen Rebels yet, but... I want to see more on the side of like the Empire. I want to see behind the scenes a little bit into the Empire and what they're doing. Uh, one of the things that they showed in this one trailer was the the trailer they showed was how the Empire was was taking sap from the trees on Endor. Was it Endor? Is that what they at? they were at? Uh, Not Endor. Fucking uh, what's Chewbacca's? Kashyyyk. Kashyyyk. Yeah. 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 So um, yeah. So I'm interested to see like what they do with it to some degree in a more gruesome setting like that's a way that's not like necessarily a kid the kids quote unquote yeah yeah and uh also it's kind of tie up some loose ends and let us see how these characters actually play out and see who these characters um like Saul Guerrero and like maybe a few other people like I believe that in that beginning sequence I, that may have been Chewbacca so we might get to see mm, actually been, how yeah. Chewbacca gets you know, freed from captivity and things like we yeah. saw it in Solo. <laughs> Do we? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Han oh, yeah. literally frees him from a pit. Oh, <gasps> what if? What if? I forgot Solo. <laughs> Solo is an amazing movie. What if Don't they make Solo shit. non-canon? That, that, that would be, be stupid. stupid. That would be stupid. <laughs> but I don't know. It seemed. I mean, also when it didn't make two hundred million dollars opening weekend, they were like, "Well, we'll just make no more of these." That was stupid. <laughs> that was really stupid. So, and I but get, and too, I get saturation too. But like everyone was acting yep. like that movie was 
bombed, and I'm like, no, it made a lot of money. A movie that makes a hundred, it made like a hundred and thirty-five million dollars opening weekend or some shit like that. That is not bomb. I don't know, Tanner. If you make over a hundred million dollars opening weekend, that is not a bomb. Uh, Tanner, we uh, 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 <sighs> <get> fired up. <laughs> you you make like two hundred million. Come on. <laughs> But but I'm I actually agree more with Cody. I'm excited for this more for the story. I just wonder how difficult it's going to be because yeah. I get very discouraged with very hard games. Like how hard is it going to be for me to stop a stormtrooper's laser, pull the stormtrooper to me, pull it into my way, and make its laser go through it, and then disintegrate the laser before it hits me? Like how hard is that going to be to pull off? I feel like just because I mean you know you get a lightsaber and it cuts through everything. I feel like just that in general, like when they show that, it's like of course you know they're gonna make that look easy. But I feel like I feel like if it's like Dark Souls, I feel like the combat like you know won't be like it's gonna be big and heavy. Yeah, like I don't know. Dark Souls combat's also easy. It's just that a lot of people suck. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm saying that ironically I'm, and not at the same time. I could tell, but yeah. uh, but yeah, no, I'm like. Like like you said, you know this has been done before in a show and a comics, but I mean in a game like the last game that we had like a like a story focused like you know Jedi or not lightsaber wielding character was uh, the Force Unleashed too. Yeah. So like I mean this is this is still pretty refreshing, and um, but then it's like like Cody said like the tie up loose ends like how many loose ends do we need to tie up like this this is a rope. It's a rope, especially between three and four. <laughs> I think there's, a, but like I no, said, no, there's a, there's a lot because it's a, it's a big universe, and I get that. Well, I mean, know. like there should have been like there 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 need this 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 huge gap is so interesting because like you go from have to switching to an empire in the first three, and then to overthrowing the empire, and it's like what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah no, fuck? no, no, no. There's like a huge gap because it's like republic, bam to empire, but it's like there's that little like section where it's like oh. Post Order sixty six, like hunting down rogue Jedi, you know the clones transitioning to becoming stormtroopers, and then stormtroopers being solely made up of volunteers. It's like you know, there's this huge, a lot of stuff going on. Also, let's not pretend that this. I mean, this game's coming out in November. It's coming out like three weeks before the movie comes out. Like this game is going to sell probably incredibly well. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, it's like it's going to be a big Christmas. It's going to be a big Christmas game because people are going to be like, "Oh, well, my my, you know, little Timmy loves Star Wars. <laughs> he gets Star Wars, and then he plays. And he's like, Mom, this game is fucking hard.' <laughs> so I don't know. I'm 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 interested. I want it to do well because it is respawn, and respawn makes a lot of good shit. And Anthem. I can't think of a bad respawn game. Anthem. Respawn, respawn didn't, didn't, didn't make Anthem. Wait, oh no 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 yeah you're right. that was it would uh, Anthem was made by Bioware. Bioware. Oh yeah, you're right. Respawn made Titanfall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I don't know why um, the fuck. Yeah, Apex. yeah, yeah. Apex. And Apex. Yeah, you're totally right. I don't know why I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. I'm Egg tired. Your face. <laughs> yeah. Fuck me. <laughs> um. Up. Like they also showed. Like, Microsoft also does this thing every year where they're like, "Hey, indies." Uh. And for years it was just Cuphead. Was their entire indie lineup? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this year they showed a they game. They popped off. Yeah, they popped off. But one I really want to talk about is Spiritfarer. Yes, a hundred percent. That game's going to make us all cry. That I'm game looks ready. beautiful. It looks like a fuck. I, I again, I know this is a very low ooh, comparison, but it looks like a fucking Ghibli film, but a game. Yeah. And it's just like I've, I'm going to buy it as soon as I can. <laughs> uh, what was uh, what was Spiritfarer? Spiritfarer was the game where it showed like you were on a boat. Yeah, like that boat. would expand. 
And you'd hugged a goat mom. Yeah, but th- but then all of a sudden, like you hug goat mom. Oh, but goat mom became spirit, and she and there's a she floats in the air, and then a giant ring forms in the background, and uh, that's when the trailer ends. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like it was on the boat, and like it also kind of looks like a a management game a little bit because it looked like your house on the on this yeah. boat got yeah. bigger and bigger as time went on. Uh, but also it looks like you build like these deep connections with these characters and maybe sometimes these characters die and you have to deal with that. So it's just like, pff, shit, okay. Uh, we did see another game, 12 Minutes. Yes, 12, oh, yeah. 12 Minutes looks <gasps> oh, shit. incredible. Yeah, man. Uh, 12 Minutes is a game where you're stuck in a, a loop and you have to... Um, you have to try to get like what the best possible outcome, or or I, I don't know if it's the best possible or the correct. Yeah. Or, or it's live die repeat, maybe. Or yeah. Or maybe oh, yeah. Man. Or maybe it's both. Or, or maybe that's just a decision for you, the gamer, <laughs> the gamer, to make. <laughs> is like, do you make the best decision? Do you make the or just like a correct decision you can make, or do you make like the best possible decision? So that game is going to be super interesting for like people to play and like just get all this different stuff. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, Jonathan's breathing right into the mic. And I'm like, man. I was, when the, you were staring at me, I'm just like, fucking say it. <laughs> I don't know what to say. I'm scared. But, uh, so that was 12 minutes. It's also like an indie sort of thing, yeah. but it, it looks like yeah. the, the higher budget indie titles we see now. Also, I don't know if this was like straight up in. I don't think this is indie, but it's also not triple. I don't think it's the fucking Blair Witch game. Yeah, that's, yeah. I'm very excited for uh, that. Yeah, that, is, that comes out very soon too. <laughs> yeah, it was so funny because like there were all these symbols, and I like I didn't want to believe it because I was like, "That's the Blair Witch symbol." I'm like, "There's no fucking way this is the Blair Witch game." And then Pat says, "This is Blair Witch," and then it shows it's fucking Blair Witch. It's so weird because I feel like it's past their time. See, like, I don't is. know why they're releasing it now. <laughs> See, I would too. Like that's where I fell. I was like, "Why is a Blair well, Witch game coming?" out now but like it's 20 year anniversary of it yeah it's yeah. been it's no. also been long enough where it's like huh okay They're, but like the the reboot wasn't good no well, i mean it came out just like two years ago or something like that something like that and it wasn't it wasn't good and it's like now i will give them this like where the you know the the next two movies failed this could be pretty good i think the gameplay like I don't even know how you even play this fucking game. It's it's it's. It reminds I, me a lot of Outlast. It reminds a lot of Outcast, but I think Outlast. That, Outlast. It reminds Outlast. me so much hey, of Outcast. Uh, <laughs> I actually got an Outcast record yesterday. <laughs> Which one? The um Southern Playalistic Cattle. Oh, their, their, their first yeah, one. Their first, their first one. one. Yeah. First time on vinyl. So that was pretty sick. Go yeah. check it out. Wenzel's the Outcast rep now. <laughs> but um. But it plays like Outlast, but it seems like it has combat. Now, I did see on YouTube there was an actual demo uploaded, and I want to go look at that because I'm very interested in it. Like, <laughs> even though it's Blair Witch, like, it looks, from the trailer, it looks actually kind of scary. Yeah. comes out on Xbox One and PC on August 30th. Oh, oh wow. I did wow, not realize really it was, I, I would have thought it was around Halloween. I did not realize it so, was coming out in two so months. It is, so, it's an, it is an exclu- so it is an exclusive to Xbox uh, sounds like it. At I least, don't trust Xbox exclusives at least anymore. Timed exclusive. I feel like they'll be on everything at some point. Probably. Yeah, because because a, a lot of the stuff is usually a timed exclusive unless it's com- it comes from directly a first yeah. party studio. So. Uh, uh, yeah. Which I don't think the Blair Witch people Which are. I, I don't think they are either. 
Uh, then we saw uh, Obsidian's game, The Outer Worlds, which again was apparently a game that impressed a lot of people behind closed doors. Oh, really? A lot of people, like I read an article today that said this is the best RPG ever made by somebody not Bethesda. Oh wow! So I'm like, fuck. From what we saw, it was not impressed. Yeah, no, it, I, it just impressed. looked like a Fallout New Vegas mod. And that was in space, all it yeah. was in space. But also, like you have to realize, like people still talk about Fallout New Vegas as like the pinnacle of the genre, which so. it was, and Fallout Three was. So, well, yeah. I mean, Fallout I mean, Three. I mean, Fallout Three was very, 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 very good. But for me personally, Fallout New Vegas always like I always go back to Fallout New Vegas, not Fallout Three, just because I don't know. Like Fallout Three was fun. And, like, very well done, but it's, like, something about Fallout New Vegas, man. I don't know. I guess I just like gambling. Oh. <laughs> right? <laughs> no, I don't even do that. But, yeah. Um, no, that's interesting because, yeah. because I mean, it just... And it, we didn't get a whole lot at the conference. They were just like, here it is. And it got a release date, I believe they said. It was August or October 22nd. Yeah, it was sometimes in that... It was soon. Late summer, early fall range. Yeah. So, I mean, coming out this year, and then they didn't show, like, any game, which I, I get, because the whole game is, like, it's an RPG, has, like, the branching dialogue and stuff, so maybe that's not something that Microsoft wants to show at their conference, so... Um, it comes out October 25th. October 25th, yeah, so... Close. Same week as Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, hopefully it does well. Like I said, it, from everything I've heard, uh, it... It impressed like some people came out of E3 calling it their game of the show. Really? So I'm like, okay, wow, that, that's cool. That's, that's yeah, low standards. That, that's well, like, well, I mean, well also you didn't yeah. see. Yeah, it. we didn't see it. <laughs> I know, but it just, with all the stuff we've already seen from it, like from past gameplay, from like not even over a year ago, I don't think it just. Yeah, that's what I can't see it beating out a lot of the games that were shown. I mean, again, there's stuff we did not see. Yeah, that's the thing too. Is like we saw, we see all, we saw all these CG trailers, but then like behind closed doors, like so much, which actual gameplay, which, which is like, why the fuck, like, why do you show such shitty stuff and just have stuff behind closed, like, like it's, really, like, does everybody in the world need to be there? It's it's <laughs> like now, E3 has become this thing. Like the conference itself has become this thing for like stakeholders be like hey this is what we're showing here to our highlight reel here it is it gets people hyped and then all the people like all of, like the press people at the show is like hey you want to come play this and then they play it and they're like oh fuck this is actually good yeah. uh-oh so oh, man it, i mean I, I respect the privacy but fuck me yeah. <laughs> it just feels weird especially with this game coming out so soon like we yeah. saw cg trailers for games coming out this year and not like not even like in December, like that Blair Witch game comes out in August, which makes no sense. It's like, okay, if it's the first time you're seeing, you're getting it in two months. Have fun. I'm like that seems like a, <laughs> like that that looks like a pretty big game to just be like. Yeah, I mean, but that's the same thing. You remember when they unveiled Fallout Four? We got the CG trailer, but then we got like the whole second half of that conference was dedicated to Fallout yeah. Four. They showed gameplay. They showed like this is what we want to do with Fallout Four. These are our expansions there was we're going to do. Yeah, there's this fun trailer as well. Yeah, there was ev- everything. So like that's and I get that you can't dedicate a whole, con- especially for somebody as big as Microsoft that has all this shit mm-hmm. under its branch to be like, okay, we're dedicating. I mean, they would probably only ever do that with Halo. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't even think they would do they that. They did with it with Gears. Halo Five one year, I think. Yeah, they they yeah. they did a significant portion. Uh, yeah, I think what they did was they did they literally showed the first mission. Yeah, I think. Mm-hmm. I think I think they did that with three, four, and five. Like I I think mm-hmm. like at one point during oh, those because those when the E threes were on Halo three anyways was when E three used to come on G four and Spike. Yeah, if y'all remember that? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, they did the same thing with Halo four as well. They showed the they showed the fourth mission. 
or the first mission because there's this because I remember at the very end of it, uh, there was like this huge like you know like Ooh, what is that? Yeah, oh, then, it was like oh we don't know, and then it cuts and everybody just losing their shit. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of losing their shit, Elden Ring, which is the new game from From, from Soft, Soft and George R R Martin. Which again just got CG from, but but that's from from that's the from soft way every single time, and then that that game will somehow comes out next year, somehow so. that's how they work. Yeah, they I know. always do that. They always show the game and then it comes out the next year. Yeah, I mean they did that with Bloodborne, with Sekiro, Fuck with me. Dark Souls Three. I still remember that goddamn thirteen second Sekiro trailer, yeah. and it's like from the Game Awards. <laughs> yeah, yeah I was a hundred percent set on that to Bloodborne too. Yeah, I remember it was, that. It reminded me of a trick weapon, but it wasn't. It was uh, the arm. Sekiro, which good. the arm is basically a trick weapon. Yeah, also good game. Really I, good. I'm willing yeah. to say. Um, <laughs> does Bloodborne take place the same world as Sekiro? No. No. So, completely, but does, completely different. Wait, does Bloodborne and Dark Souls take place in the same universe, no. though? No. no. So Dark so Dark Souls, Bloodborne, and Sekiro are three different universes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Now, there are fun theories about Bloodborne and Dark Souls being connected, but yeah. those are just... They, uh, they are very fun, because yeah. they, they could, it could be it something. It could be. Yeah. Well, well, El- Elden Ring, it's like a... I describe it. I don't even know how to uh, like describe a, it, really. A buff man, beautiful hair, beaten on a rock. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a uh, it's like a Norse RPG, from yeah. what we understand. I think, I think, obviously, because it does have Martin, we are dealing with like some English-slash-Norse lore, mm-hmm. North, Northern European lore, mm-hmm. um, which is something that a lot of people think we... Th- like we think when we think of Northern European, we do think of a lot of times of medieval and mm-hmm. you know fairs and like Dark Souls yeah. fantasy style, but it's a little bit different. It's definitely more sparse, a little bit more barbaric, and definitely yeah. more in the lines of the North and Nordic um, Scandinavian and Scandinavian type, um, especially even even in the UK, like the the their the lore surrounding a lot of that can be attributed to that to that like. Norse style, yeah. Stuff. Because George they, R. R. Martin is a um, would you consider him an expert? Oh, I don't know if, he, I I don't know if he's an expert, but he is very well versed in a lot of uh, in you know we always think of him as like fantasy. Well, these fantasy writers as like they're just writing fantasy, but yeah. he pulls a lot of his stuff from Norse, lore, yeah, like yeah. actual lore, yeah, uh, yeah. from and that. he's horny. really mostly oh. from history, and he's a fan yeah, of the from, football yeah. team, Vikings. Yeah, <laughs> oh. fucking loves Minnesota. <laughs> Um, so oh, I'm excited for Elden Ring personally. Uh, uh, sorry, fuck I, yeah. I was just gonna Same. you know plan in there. Uh, George R. R. Martin. It did say that he works solely on or specifically on like the story and like yeah and the lore, and the lore itself. Yeah, I so. think they I think they called him an executive producer on the game or maybe an executive consultant. Some some word like that. It was we- real weird phrasing for a game, but yeah. that's what he is. So. Yeah, I mean, and with how good he is at world building, this is gonna be very interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm I'm, I'm excited, and He's, apparently they've been working on it since Dark Souls Three. Yeah, so I think what I read. The thing, the world building is one thing, but he's very good at lore building. Yeah, yeah. very good at so. lore building. I mean, world building, the lore people building behind kind of, Dark Souls and Bloodborne, they're also really yeah, they're good. also really good at that shit. And it's so. like it's subtle shit too. So like having this guy and then this guy and and the fact that they went to him, <laughs> the fact that they actually went to, they were like, you know, this this you know, even though they've already made fantasy style like yeah. games, they were like. Let's bring in George R. R. Martin, and I think, of course, it was just for namesake as well. But at the same time, that he's actually contributing, and he's not just yeah, slap my name on the bitch yeah. sort of yeah. thing. Uh, the fact that he's actually contributing means that we're about to get some really deep shit. Hopefully, that's the hope, and that could be like, I mean, 
if it's gonna be good. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm very excited for it. Uh, speaking uh, wait. wieners, <laughs> please. Uh, they showed Borderlands three here. I mean, which yeah. is oh, more yeah. amazing stuff. Yeah, I'm we, really excited for Borderlands three. Yeah, I feel like we've seen a. A lot, but also not a lot of Borderlands. That's that how sense. it's always been. It's always like that with Borderlands. We're like, hey, we're going to show you like three hours, four hours of gameplay before, but it's still not going to be a lot. I promise. <laughs> um, yeah, looked really good. So yeah, Borderlands three. And then these are kind of like Flash. Shinmu three is. It looks like a Shinmu. It looks, it like looks exactly like it. Uh, Did they show the that off? Mm, that, that, that was at Microsoft and the PC gaming yeah. show. Wow, uh, I don't. And, and at Limited Run Games because Limited yeah. Run Games is doing the collector's physical edition in the U.S. They're making 5,000 of them. 4,000 will be... Wait, hold on. Shinmu 3 wasn't at Microsoft. Why am I saying it was at Microsoft? It's that PC gaming show. And I put... Okay. I copy and pasted wrong. Anyway, Shinmu 3 was at the PC gaming yeah, show. Yeah, I was about to say, like... Yeah, because it's not even coming out on the Xbox. It's coming out on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah okay. and it's a uh, it's a timed Epic Games store exclusive, yeah. which they did not announce. Yeah, they didn't announce that. So <laughs> it was literally it was literally in the tiny little, uh, yeah. little copyright thing mm-hmm. or whatever it was like epic game store see because because this year the piece we'll get to it but i mentioned it now since i accidentally mentioned it the uh the pc gaming show was sponsored by epic game the epic game store specifically this year so they did this like highlight reel of all these games and they didn't say what the highlight reel was for but shinmu 3 was in the highlight reel and then at the end of the highlight reel they're like all these games are epic game store exclusive and it's just like what which seems really shitty considering Shinmu 3 had to be kickstarted in the first place yeah well i mean i don't know if you know this but like the people who like pre-ordered on steam there was like this huge thing where like they wanted refunds yeah and they're like we're not giving you refunds yeah it's 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 something to the extent like this game is not even launching on steam so like the PC codes are only good for the Epic Game Store. Yeah. Which, like, I, you know, you can think what you want, but I think that's kind of shitty. It is, mm. I mean, now, Especially it, when your game had to be kickstarted. Yeah. And, and it, then it and, still looks the way it does. And, yeah, and it's like, they're just like, yeah, we're not giving you refunds through Kickstarter. Like, and then if you go to the Steam store, it's it, the release date for it says... Uh, coming soon. Yeah. So, <laughs> so. If, if it's a one, because it, most of these Epic Game Store exclusive are twelve month deals. So like that will be next November when it comes out on PC, on Steam and yeah. anything else that comes out on. So that that seems there's kind little, of shitty. So there's a little controversy for uh, you. <laughs> and like I like I usually don't like that. The whole Epic Game Store stuff I think is usually blown out of proportion, anyways. But that seems kind of shitty. Yeah. Because uh, I mean, like. No refunds. Yeah, no refunds. And again, your game had to be kickstarted. And it's it's not like these people are acting entitled. They're like, I literally gave you money up front to help this game be made because I've been waiting on this game for fucking 20 years. So that seems kind of shitty. But speaking of buying stuff, Microsoft acquired Double Fine and they showed more Psychonauts 2. Psychonauts 2 looks awesome. Psychonauts 2 looks really fucking good. Also, would never expected Microsoft to gobble up Double Fine. Just yeah. didn't nope. seem, doesn't seem like a studio Microsoft would really be interested. Considering like I get Double Ninja Fine Theory. pumps out a game every seven years. Yeah. <laughs> a, a big game. Yeah. I'm sorry, Costume Quest 2 fans. Fuck. And we still <laughs> haven't gotten a release date. Yeah. They haven't even got a release year. No. So I'm like. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting because like we've we're seeing Microsoft acquire all these new studios in prep for next gen, and it's like what does Double Fine got cooking up? What <laughs> what what is what Psychonauts three baby? Psychonauts no, three. What if what if we are in next gen? They they finally fucking release it like completely skipped over this gen. 
just no, goes, that's probably what's gonna happen. That's probably what's gonna happen. That's kind of annoying. I think that's Psychonauts kind of annoying. two will come out on PS4 and Xbox One. Just because I don't it's been believe in, you. Just because it's been in development so long, of like, there's no way, you know, Tim Schafer has had a dev kit three years before dev kits even got. I, so this game is probably coming out on PS4 and Xbox One X or Xbox One. Will it also come to PS5 I, and Scarlet? Probably. I think it will release on the cusp. Uh, or like right there at the edge of getting PlayStation Five and Scarlet. Yeah. So like, which is like, which was what? Probably. Probably be November. Probably. So, so I, I, I. I could see right Psychonauts now. two coming out next summer. Yeah. Yeah. Me right here, twenty twenty summer. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was brave of you, Wenzel. Thank also, you. speaking of you know things that Microsoft has acquired, Bleeding Edge, which is that four v four game made by Ninja Theory. Oh yeah, yeah. look kind of cool. Look kind of cool. Like cool, but I'll be honest with you, I don't care about online games. Yeah, I don't. I don't care. I don't want to buy it, but like if I had, uh, oh my god, I'm blanking. Uh, uh, game Pass. Yeah. If I had Game Pass, like because it's coming to Game Pass day mm-hmm. one, I'm like, oh, I'll try that. Yeah. Which is, and like, that's also like a big message of Microsoft's conference this year was like, hey, a lot of these games come into Game Pass day one. Oh, yeah. That was really fucking good of them to do. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like Microsoft is gearing up with all these new game companies to become a game company. Yeah. Uh, like, in less of, I mean, yeah, obviously they're going to be a game console company. And of course, they technically are a game company. But, like, it seems like they're gearing up to just publish games. They want to be a service. They want to be, they just want to be, they want to be a good service. And that's, uh, you have to have a bunch of people like in your wheelhouse in order for you to be able to pump out games for your new service, and yep. that's kind of what they're doing. They're, mm-hmm. you yep. know, and their new service. I have no complaints with what they've got going on. No, no. not at all. It's great. And like, it's priced well. Mm-hmm. It's a it's multi platform. Yep. It's especially that new fifteen dollars. Was it fifteen dollars mm-hmm. a month? Fourteen no, no, ninety nine uh, a month for the the Game Pass Ultimate. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's with live. That's with everything. Yeah. And like, that's not a bad deal. If mm-hmm. I was someone who. Uh, if I was someone who is really that, that is the Netflix of video games. Yeah, and it's and they've kind of streamlined it and they've kind of cemented it. Um, that's not you know that's something that I'm excited for a little bit for people who not necessarily can go spend sixty dollars every every you know month of big, or two weeks. Yeah, you know, when, especially during the holidays. I mean, the price of at ten dollars a month is equal to two, two games a year, two triple A's. I just don't get, know how they profit. From that, because they're going to be. I mean, they, a lot. I mean, you have to think they have all these partnerships, and also Microsoft is a multi fucking billion dollar company. Yeah, so, but like, they're that's why. Why would they do this? I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, they're making money somewhere. I mean, they're they're still showing profits. Have, have you so. heard of this thing called being nice? But <laughs> I don't think they want to be nice. <laughs> but you, you called billion dollar companies are your friend, and I will not hear different. Well, think about it for a second. You you literally cut out the middleman. You cut out this central. Part oh, that's so expensive. You, well, you well, I mean, <laughs> kind you, of. You <laughs> cut out the retailer. You cut out the production company who has to who has to stamp and create the disc, which doesn't cost a whole lot on the first on the service level. But at the end of the day, it costs a whole lot. Uh, if you have it on multi-platform systems, you have on your Xbox, whatever you like, you can you can make game consoles cheaper as well uh, because with these types of services, because you're able to kind of um, circumvent those costs through like the cost of the console through the by paying a service. I don't know, like 
there's a lot of moving parts that get cut out whenever you are having direct access to video games, and uh, those savings kind of get put over to the player. But $120 a year, that's the tr- price of two AAAs. There's Halo, yeah. there's Gears right there, yeah. right there in your little little I, box. I mean, yeah. And then, but you get a lot of games. Indie games, multi-platform, every first-party game. Like, yeah, so, you. I mean, you get the entire... Xbox Live. You get the entire... Master, you get the Master Chief Collection. That's yeah. all the Halo games, yeah. including the new ones. Yeah. Like, that's awesome. Yeah, it's it, it seems like a no. And Phil Spencer, uh, during the Giant Bomb at Night Chubby. segment, was talking about um, his. He was talking about X Project X Cloud, and he was talking about he was like, look, X Cloud's not. He was like, cloud streaming. A lot of cool. A lot of people are doing a lot of cool things with cloud like gaming right now but cloud gaming is not going to take over the industry in two or three years like a lot of people think this is a process right now the technology is not there for cloud gaming to just completely devour the physical market he's like i want it there as an accessory to the physical market i want it like he was like project x cloud to me is for when i'm playing halo at home and then i have to get on the road and then want to continue playing halo now we're not doing a hundred he was like we're not doing eight like we're not promising eight 8K, 120 FPS on your phone, but is it going to be playable? Yeah, it's going to be playable. But is it going to be the best way? No, the be- best way to play your game is on your PC, on your Scarlet, on your Xbox One X. So I appreciated like that level yeah. of direct honesty, of honesty. Yeah, yeah. So and th- that's the that's the big thing. And moving, you know, on to you know into the future is that one of the big things that they talked about was how your uh, X Cloud is going. Your your even your your home console will be a server mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. X Cloud. Yep. Meaning you're taking a shit and you want to play. You want to <laughs> continue playing, uh, <laughs> fucking Gears Twenty or whatever. The I don't know out. how people do that. I don't know. I don't like having the shit dried in my butthole and it's harder to wipe. <laughs> it- <laughs> Am I wrong? No one else agree. <laughs> Everybody else like dried shit on their butts. <laughs> I mean, no, I've just never heard it put into those kind of terms. I, I, like when I go shit, I go shit, and I'm like, okay, gotta go fast, go go go, wipe now, because I don't like. There's 45 shit. seconds till the next game starts. <laughs> I don't know uh, if you heard this, but Clorox wipes. I don't think you're supposed to use Clorox on your I know, that was a joke. No, if you ain't using bleach on your asshole, you ain't trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Winslow. <laughs> um, but no, that's actually really cool because that means that your system itself, like, it's going to be a server for your games, meaning that like your whole house becomes playable. Yep, like you can yeah. play anywhere in your home. Yep. On um, any device. On any device. And not having to worry about your connection to the outside world, and that's so, that's such a game, like I say, game changing. But it is such a. It is. I mean, eventually it yeah, will be. I mean, but the thing, you know, we talked about Steam Link has been doing something similar. Yeah. But that's with a singular device. But I don't know. It's just I like it. I like that idea. I like the fact that they're they're doing it in addition to rather than a full on. Mm-hmm. Here you go. Here's yeah. your stuff. And and like people were so surprised because Phil Spencer was like, "Yeah, the Scarlet's going to have a disc tray," and people were like, "Whoa." He's like, yeah, we're not stopping making physical games. What? Yeah. What? 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 Yeah. <laughs> He's like, that wouldn't make any sense. Which I mean, that you know, probably to the people like you know, with the most recent Xbox that came out, where mm. it's just it's just the box. Which I mean, I guess I I guess a surprise, but then yeah. again, it's like I don't know, they wouldn't stop that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, why would you stop? Physical games is still the largest percentage of your of your market. Share. I I don't know. It's not like you're selling more digital than your physical. I don't. know. It yeah. Didn't make again, sense it's not gonna you know. Defi- Sorry, I just had a. F- 
something funny that, that just happened today. My my two nephews were at my house mm-hmm. and um, they created cloud gaming. No, but Baron uh, talked to Alexa and he was like, Alexa, play Uptown Funk. Uptown Funk started fucking playing and then he started taking off his shirt and his socks <laughs> and it was just I don't know I like <laughs> and you're thinking of Phil Spencer doing that too <laughs> no I, it was just it was just in my mind because I'm like why did he do that <laughs> and then <laughs> and then my other nephew Landry walks over and for some reason he's scared of me I don't know why but like he walks over and then he looks at me smiles and then he just like <laughs> it runs away <laughs> great <laughs> sorry it, it just stuck in my mind it was really funny. <laughs> 112 episodes into this podcast, and Winslow still knows how to tell a hell of a story. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, Winslow's sorry. Another st- uh, Winslow's uh, copyrighted non sequiturs. Yeah. Oh, okay, but sorry, another story. Uh, did I talk about Gabby? Like, did, did everybody see the picture I posted on Twitter? Yeah, I yeah. saw it. God, it was so much. <laughs> no, no, let me explain. Let me go. She, I was literally, it was literally like 12 in the afternoon, and I walk in there, and Gabby just looks up at me with her eyes fucking closed. And then she just falls back and just dead. So she didn't look at you. No, but like she looked like, I know I I was weird when I was phrasing that. I was like, how do I phrase that? Because she didn't look at me, but like she lifted her head and her, she heard me. Like she stared at me with her eyes closed. (laughs) I I love, I love my dog. Speaking of Gabby, (laughs) Project Scarlet. (laughs) We're just going to skip Dying Light 2. Oh fuck yeah, you're right. Okay, Dying Light like Two looks they, fucking awesome. It looks cool. Did they? They didn't show gameplay though. They showed they just showed a, CG. a little bit. We saw gameplay last year. No, uh, didn't we? Square Enix. We did. We did. What? They showed it at Square Enix. I oh. swear to God, they showed it at Square <laughs> Enix. I, I think Colt's right. Yeah, I think. I don't. Know. I don't remember them showing gameplay though. Anyway, they did. It was year. them running the parkour. That was gameplay. Jumping through windows and whatnot. Yeah. And plus, oh, we saw yeah, it last year where it says you make a decision. Yeah. Do you want to kill or do you want to do something? Yeah, else? that was weird. They showed a no, lot more no, gameplay. I remember last year. that. I don't know if that was at Square Enix. No, th- that, that that demo he's talking about was at Microsoft last year. Last year. year. Yeah. This year, they showed Square Enix stuff. I know they did. No, I they think, had to. I think he's right. I don't, you know. And it was playing the Metric song. That was, I don't know if that was Microsoft or Square Enix, that one. But Square Enix does, because they published Dying Light. Yeah. That, that's the weird thing, too, is now we're getting, like, different demos and trailers know. at different conferences. Like, last year, that when they were showing Kingdom Hearts 3, they showed Kingdom Hearts 3 different trailers at three different conferences, and for some reason, none of them had game audio. It was weird. But uh, I do want to talk about Scarlet, because we did not actually see the physical box. They were just... It was a bunch of gaming dev people was like... Yeah, ray tracing. Oh yeah, 8K, 120 FPS. It was like a bunch, uh, a bunch of buzzwords. A bunch of buzzwords. Like if you were playing a drinking game, you would have got fucked up just during this three minute <laughs> segment. The it, things that they showed were actually hella important. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, and then everyone looks like semi normal, and then there's that guy with like the eight foot long goatee. Oh my god, that was! It looked like the beard was stapled on to his chin. <laughs> it, it didn't. It looked like it a, honestly looked Spanish moss. Yeah, <laughs> it, it looked like it was hanging on by like three singular pieces of hair. It really did. Um. So, Pro- Scarlet, Pro- the uh, Project Scarlet. Mm-hmm. It's uh, interesting because you know, again, we're in this world where gaming PCs are. Everyone's, you know, all the console people are like, we've got the best gaming experience out there. You know, 60 FPS, uh, 4K uh, gaming consoles. And then you have everyone in the PC world who plays in the PC world who's kind of like, okay, we've 
we've got 140 FPS regular basis. And yeah, my system costs a thousand dollars, but it can definitely run this game much better than your yeah. consoles. <laughs> and then the consoles are like, oh god, yeah. But like, wh- so I think one of the more important things that 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 need to be that's kind of being highlighted here is why do consoles still exist? And versus PCs, why doesn't everybody have a PC? And that just comes down to accessibility and yeah. price price point. Not everyone has a thousand dollars to spend on a console. Not everybody should spend a thousand dollars on a on a PC or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so a console uh, that's sub four hundred dollars is a great deal, and uh, I think it's very important. And also, consoles set the beat for game development and publishing. Yep, that's just it. That they set the beat, they set the tone, they set the metronome for everything that comes out. So, and PC gaming is still um, a very niche market and difficult market to get into, especially because who the fuck knows how to build a PC, right? Um, <laughs> Which is just shaking his head, no, no but, one, no one knows. So, I, I so, so there is a difficulty there to get into, um, and it's it's simplified and streamlined and things like that. So, uh, Scarlet itself is very interesting because they've kind of highlighted a few things here. For one, they highlighted their GPU doing ray tracing, um, and they also highlighted highlighted the SSD. Uh, the SSD is something that's very, very important for gaming. If anybody who's ever switched from a regular hard drive, a spinning disk hard drive, which is which is in every single console that we have right now, yeah. Um, I think except for the Switch. I think Switch uses an AND flash, maybe. Uh, of course I know that. Anyways, <laughs> yes. Uh, so that's going to make the game system hella flash. Or hell flash. Hella why, why are you adopting this word now? <laughs> Cody, why are you keeping Cody's hella? from the West Coast. He's yeah, never hella. said this hella? before. Hella, okay, dude. but fucking Tanner says clout, and he's been saying. Hold yes. on, I say clout as a bit. And also, Is it? also reading in my marketing textbook. Clout's like a word, like used it's in marketing. Typo. No, it's it's literally they use clout as like the way people use like oh you have Twitter clout. That's how clout is used in marketing, except it's spelled with a K. But no, it's God. it was it's weird. German. But it's th- it threw me off. That's not the same thing. And then every time you end your fr- your sentence, you say yeah, like you're like yeah, you're gonna go down to the market, yeah. What? What? Do I, I don't do, notice do I, that? Yes, he does do it in the messages. He says, yeah, at the end with the question I've mark. never seen the yeah in the what? messages. What? I don't <laughs> know. I see him put law a lot. I literally called him out on it. I was like, you know what you did, Tanner. He does it in his tweet. He might have done it once, but I don't know what the hell <laughs> no, you're talking about. No, he does about. it all the time. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Project Scar. Sorry. <laughs> No, 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 no. We got to talk about Tanner's weird text idiosyncrasy. He's, Tanner's trying to look, I think. He's deleting them. No, I'm going to look. You keep talking about Scarlet. So, yeah, Project Scarlet, that, that SSD is basically going to make everything pretty much instant. Any game that's loaded onto the SSD is going to be instant. But they're also talking about using um, some part of the SSD as virtual RAM, which mm-hmm. basically allows for, let's say, a game, like for, I don't know what they would use it for, honestly. I guess they would be able to kind of pass things off to the SSD and make it everything faster and smoother, uh, which is going to allow for 120 FPS and things like that. But the more important thing was the ray tracing. Ray tracing is this technology that's been used in movies and television shows uh, for CGI renders for decades now, but it's hella, hella intensive. Um, whereas, you know, 10 years ago, it could take about a week or so to render something, uh, a single, like, you know. Ooh, yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know what just happened. We I just don't. heard a little noise in the feed. But go ahead, Tanner. 
So I've used yeah question mark four times since May 16th, 2017. Too many fucking times. <laughs> and are those just your tweets? Yeah. Okay, but in the messages you said it quite a bit. I don't. I, I have no recollection. Okay. Anywho. <laughs> So that ray tracing is where it gets really interesting is because uh, currently right now NVIDIA released their graphics card with ray tracing in it, uh, kind of like hardware accelerated ray tracing. Where and isn't it expensive as shit? It's about about a thousand dollars plus, yeah. I think. It was funny. Cody like looked at Wenzel for like reassurance. Like it's like a thousand dollars, right? And then I just <laughs> widened my eyes. They're calling it R- I think it's RTX or something like that. Well, uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but uh, AMD had their conference also during A3 mm-hmm. uh, that they um, where they released their Navi systems, which were, were uh, their- it's Navi. NAVI, NAVI. I don't know know why. They they basically came out and said, they basically came out and said, fuck. Like, they were just like, (laughs) (laughs) they said, they dropped the F-bomb because uh, NVIDIA released their cards about three or four months ago with this ray tracing ability. Ray tracing is, is a, they literally, I think my understanding is light, there you have let's say you have in a scene you have a light source and you have an object like a ball okay light hits the ball the light just kind of shows the camera picks up whatever the light shows what ray tracing does it's able to calculate the material that the object is made of like if a ball is made out of reptile skin versus glass it would reflect differently i don't know why you'd want either of those well what it does is the camera will actually like go actually works in reverse where when the light hits the camera the camera the like the end like engine camera, it will record. It will record that. Calculate the light path, how the light kind of affects. There has to be a whole physics engine built into. Oh wow! The GP, like the GPU's brain, all this other bullshit, and that's what ray tracing is. It's able to make things look like real life, like actual real life. And if you look at different things, depending on like ray tracing, like you, there was a big meme going around without RTX versus with RTX or whatever it was. And AMD doesn't have that in their newest GPU. So they came out and said, we'll have that <laughs> in a later update, uh, but there won't be hardware accelerated Navi or hardware accelerated ray tracing until the second generation of GPUs. Mm-hmm. So I can't, I can't talk for this long. <laughs> so this is where Project Scarlet comes in. Scarlet says that they'll be using the Navi, the AMD Navi, um, uh, it's core processor, but like a specialized processor mm-hmm. with ray tracing in it. So the question now is, are they getting second gen with hardware accelerated ray tracing or are they getting kind of the software backdoor ray tracing that's yeah. kind of like ray tracing light? Like which one? Because because apparently the PS5 is rumored or at least either rumored or confirmed to be using Navi. I can't remember. And we know Xbox is confirmed to be using Navi. Mm-hmm. So we gotta so we so the big question now is with it coming out in um They said ho- holiday twenty twenty. Does that mean we're getting the actual hardware accelerated Navi or are we getting some backdoor version yeah. of, of, of of ray tracing that's just sorta of... Or are we getting like this weird like in the middle one? That like Where, Microsoft yeah. is like is having specially made for Scarlet. Yeah. But what's interesting to me is that like I guess the thing that gets me is that Scarlet has been in production for a while now. Yeah. And 
AMD kind of came out and was like, yeah, we don't have it in first gen technically, but we technically have tricks to make it kind of work. Kind of do it, yeah. And that's what's kind of confusing me is to say like, okay, well, why are they just now thinking about this? And, um, or maybe, you know, maybe to me that shows that ray tracing, which I think is going to be one of the more important aspects of the next graphical, like it's going to be the next graphical leap, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the big, I mean, like 8K, sure. Once you go above, honestly, b- above 4K, you're kind of pushing the limits of any software that we have, or they're not software, the hardware. The human fucking eye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, yeah, it looks good, but, yeah. I mean, 4K is even overdoing it in mm-hmm. a lot of aspects, but there's something interesting about to, to say about ray tracing because it makes the, in, the, the graphics themselves look different, and that's what kind of... I'm very interested to see what they do with that because right now you can get ray tracing in C- in, P- in PC games. If they're able to do ray tracing, have 120 frames per second and all that, that means that, that you'll have games that are catering to that ray tracing and that makes ray tracing the next generation's graphical kind of Achilles. Yep. Again, not Achilles heel, but like... Uh, like um- Strong and, point. But, yeah. yeah, I don't really know. So <laughs> The I'll opposite of an Achilles you, eyes glazed over hard during all that it's a lot of technical talk but like i know where it's coming from yeah like the thing that scares me is like that all sounds really nice how much is this thing going to cost like can you keep something like this at 399 like i don't think so well the navi gpus themselves that they just released are well priced as in like most people especially and i don't know if i can't remember what they said with the processor was going to be like the most important part parts are going to be your GPU and your hard drive slash RAM and your RAM. They're doing GD. I think they're doing GDDR6 RAM, which is going to be super fast. Um, I guarantee you won't, you'll have about 16 gigs of it in there. At the very least, you're going to deal with, I mean, like you have the SSD. SSD is going to be game breaking. I mean, it's going to be game changing. Like yeah. the fact that like you can literally click a button and your game will be up in two seconds. Oh yeah. They talked yeah. about that. Yeah. Like that's, that's what's mm-hmm. re- that's. And then I know the PlayStation is playing around with a weird hybrid, which has been done before yeah. as well. We, we've actually seen a demo of the PlayStation five in action. They were using Spider-Man as like mm-hmm. an example of that for like low times. And it shit. was seamless. Yeah. Where on the PS4, it was like, Go pause. Go pause. Go pause. It was just straight go. Like seamless, yeah. Yeah, that 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 that's gonna change the way the data retrieval is very important, but also uh, that ray tracing I think is very important. And um, the price wise, I you know the new Navi, of course AMD is gonna be cheaper than Nvidia any day. Um, but the other thing is the GPU or the CPU. I mean. Uh, and I know that most people are starting to move away from AMD, and not AMD, but uh, Intel and NVIDIA, and moving yeah. more towards AMD, and that could be a telltale sign, so I don't know. I'm very interested to see what happens with all that, especially yeah. on the tech side of things, because it seems it seems like there's only so good they can get until they're the exact same. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, what, what, what is going to, like, at like some what, point, it's just going to be about the games. Yeah, like, what dif- differentiates you from yeah. this other company? And it's just like... Because we saw it this gen, when the Xbox One came out, the Xbox One couldn't do 60 uh, FPS 1080. It was doing 60 FPS 900, and the PS4 could do 60 FPS 1080. It doesn't seem like 
which is crazy to think how in seven years we're going from, oh, this console can't do 1080, 60 FPS, to now they're like, 8K, 120 FPS. Because <laughs> they like, knew where they fucked up. Well, I mean, yeah, but I mean, that just shows like, I mean, hell, you can look at the PS3 and stuff. That stuff was only doing 720. So in like 10 years, we have like fucking, what, eight times the resolution we can look at it and quadrupled the FPS these consoles can handle. So, and just, you know, the last two gens. So I, I'm really interested in that aspect of it because I, I I feel like the PS3 especially left a lot of sour taste in people's mouths where you cannot release a console for five ninety nine ninety nine. I feel I I I realize you can, but it just does not seem smart now. Like, may, but I, I don't know because I like I I don't see the play, like in my head both of these consoles are launching for four ninety nine ninety nine. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they can make them for a cent cheaper than that. Um, but maybe there's something that we don't know about. Like maybe the Scarlet comes with that brand new fancy, uh, elite controller. So that's how they justify, Oh, five ninety nine ninety nine yeah. because that new elite controller is 200 fucking dollars, which is stupid. in itself. So I don't, I don't know. I we will see. I'm really next E three on that front. going to be real fucking interesting. Cause I like, if Sony decides to come back, which I think they actually will, they, yeah, have, they have to. Um, I like, I, cause they're just sleeping right now. Yeah. Like, like if they skip two E threes, that's bad. If they and skip, they skipped fucking PlayStation experience and they didn't oh, do fuck. PSX. So yeah, it's a, it's a whole big bag of weird right now. But last thing for Microsoft's conference, this is how loaded Microsoft, like we've only talked about Microsoft so far. Like, yeah. Wow. We've been talking for an hour. And 15 yeah. Minutes. Yep. Uh, Halo infinite. Hmm. Whew, like I, I've I've been wanting to go back and play them because uh, I haven't I've played them but I haven't really paid attention to the story mm-hmm. story in this one from what I've seen it seems like it's more emotional. Well, it's, uh, uh, no, if you played the original, I, I just said I haven't. Yeah, I know. Uh, but it, it the the uh, at least all the ones I've played, which I've played, I didn't never played Halo one. Sorry, but I have played you know two through five. Um. They're all like pretty emotional, especially like Halo Three. Like fuck that ending, but uh, this Halo Infinite now because we have heard like oh they're doing a soft reboot. Well, this isn't a reboot. This is like this is like alternate history Halo. Yeah, but I can't tell if it's supposed to be alternate history after three, after four, or after five. I don't know because like when we when we saw the uh, the first trailer way or teaser mm-hmm. it was like it looked like halo one it looked like halo one but exactly. like but like his armor was just the uh his armor that he gets in halo 2 and you know carries on to halo 3 and it's like so it's like okay like soft reboot kind of like god of war yeah but no this is like you're taking the game into a completely different direction yep. like it's just like a complete reboot of the series at mm-hmm. this point like even the hud looks all different yeah I, I like i mean because like what happens in the trailer is there's a guy who's been stuck in space forever an undisclosed amount of time time. and uh he ends up finding master chief in space which you know that's something that's never like i mean master chief has been stranded in space it happened at the end of halo 3 when the forward onto dawn gets cut in half and he's uh in cryostasis and but like this he was just floating and something that the spartan suits do is that they go into like this mode where like they put the spartan to sleep and it's like for safety and stuff so he gets him essentially revives him and and then at some point, the guy's like, we lost. And then they show the fucking Halo ring, and it's, like, destroyed. And it's like, what the fuck happened? Like, like I mean, you know, humanity was always cl- always close to losing, mm-hmm. but there's never a moment where, They like, never lost. Yeah. Like, I mean, you know, they lost tons of battles, but, yeah. but like, there were some victories, and they won. Mm-hmm. But, like... This, se- this seems like... 
uh, an alternate history where the bad guys won. Which is like, <laughs> which is like, how does it happen? Because if they activated the Halo rings, then everybody should be dead. Dead. Yep. So, so it's and we we didn't see any game. We did get confirmed. It's coming out day and date with Project Scarlet, which I think is fucking genius. I think that is a super smart move, especially after how well Breath of the Wild did with the Switch. I think I I think that should be how every game launch goes now. Is like you should have a huge first party game launch with your console. It just makes sense. It does. It like, does. We didn't we didn't get it with the Xbox One or the PS4. We didn't we didn't really get it with the 360 and PS. Like we hadn't gotten it in a long time. Yeah. Like since like three four gens back. So now that that's like coming back, that's smart. And like a game like Halo Infinite, where it's like, hey, you know, we we've kind of messed up with a few of the Halos recently. It's like Halo Five, you know, wasn't received great. Halo Four was pretty sparse. Yeah, um, it was like you know, you know, obviously that you know teams transitioning. You know, you go from Bungie to three four three stuff like that. Um, and like this, this seems like from everything I've heard, and you know, the stuff, the CG stuff we've seen, but the way they seem to be going with the story direction, it seems like they're on the right track to deliver another great Halo experience. And I'm, I'm like, I, I tell you what, if legitimately if and i get it's coming out on xbox one too but if if the ps5 doesn't like come with like a huge day one game like what's gonna stop me from getting a scarlet and halo yeah because i want to play i want to play halo the best i can play halo i don't want to play halo on my six-year-old xbox one i want to play it on this brand new shiny toy yeah so i, I don't know i'm excited for yeah it. no i i definitely um if this comes out like uh, if when it comes out, like I definitely want to pick it up with the new console. Yep, yep. So, but I guess we'll see. You know, Sony can always be like, "Hey, guess what? Boom, Ghost of Tsushima or something." And I don't know. <laughs> I'd be, uh, I'd be. We're real... an infamous. If they dropped an infamous. New infamous would be good. Or hell, Last of Us Two, which apparently Last of Us Two is like allegedly coming out in February. But I don't know. A bunch of it. bunch of rumors right now. Uh, so that's Microsoft in a nutshell. Uh, <laughs> literally talked about them almost as long as their actual not, conference was. Not bad. It's just. You know, they... I think they had a strong conference, but it's sort of like the the same thing last year. They showed a lot of games. Now you got to deliver. Yeah. It was mostly CG, though. Yeah. It was mostly CG, which that's for most of the conferences, but yeah, it was mostly CG. They brought in games that like, I mean, again, Crossfire X, it's like, that's a very niche market that's like... Well, I don't know if it's a niche market considering that game is played by like a half billion people. Well, I mean, niche, niche in the sense that like, the Western audience yeah. doesn't know this, and this game yeah. hasn't been out since the early 2000s. Wait, but it's another one of those things where they're like showing stakeholders, just like, "Hey, if we can get a foothold in China with this, and like look at all the data that from this series, like this developer has done in China, is like if we can get even like 10 percent of that, then you know we're we're golden." Yeah, I, I get that, but the, the thing is, is like the way like Phil markets it, it's like. PC legend that everybody loves. Like, yeah. Everybody loves. And then also they showed the fucking punk, Gears Punko, Funko Pop game. Oh, yeah. Gears Gears Pop, baby. game. My game of the show, personally. Pop. Spoilers. Um, so I guess we can move on to Bethesda. But Bethes- again, a lot of these conferences don't have near yeah. as much as Microsoft. So we're not going to be talking an hour about Bethesda. They're fixing Fallout 76. Which legit makes me want to go back and play it some more. Like, I played a good bit. I hit level 20 out of I don't know how many levels. But... I just stopped playing because it was so fucking broken. I couldn't even do a lot of the quests because the quests were bugged. I mean, yeah. you know, it was interesting because, you know, there's also controversy with Bethesda how, like, they're supposedly, like, paid 
people yeah sit in or which like i don't a, think that's the with, case maybe you know even if it is i mean who who cares like yeah. that that doesn't hurt me like hey all these i don't i think i don't think the controversy was so much are they paid audience members i think the controversy was so more as are these bethesda developers at the conference oh yeah yeah yeah. my bad it my was bad. more it was more of that which i'm like okay these people are excited about seeing their game i have l- zero qualms with that yeah. yeah but but from what i understand is i'm like a lot of people well people at the conference i guess liked it but a lot of people outside of that didn't really care for fallout 76 getting that update and i'm like why not like i mean i know you know npcs should have been there in the uh, in the first place but it's like they even but they said like this is the very beginning of the vaults opening yeah. there won't be it, it any, made sense it yeah. was it stupid yes but yeah. it made sense and like i mean anybody could have guessed though that oh they're gonna release npcs through updates i mean we even said that so it's we like, said that last year yeah. yeah so it's not surprising and it's kind of cool and then the yeah. battle royale thing was not too bad it, it it's the smartest reasoning there has been there has been a battle royale game or mode in a game because they're like fighting for hierarchy in in this new vault. It actually makes sense It's like if you win you're the seer of this new vault. It makes sense. And also it's it's free. It doesn't hurt anybody. Yeah. Like if they mm-hmm. now if Bethesda was getting out there and was like, "Hey, this new update that adds stuff people wanted in the game from day 1 is 25 bucks." That'd be like, "Oh, that's kind of shitty." Yeah. It's a free update. This is free. Like you can buy Fallout 76 now for like under 20 bucks. You can I get think. it for 5 bucks and, at yeah. fucking like, Best Buy or so something. Like, What's there to complain? Yeah, so. there really isn't. I, I I don't I don't see an issue. You know they're fixing again. Like you know Todd Howard could sell me anything in the fucking world, frankly. And Todd goes up there and he's like, "Hey guys, we know we fucked up with this. Whoops, our bad. Here's a bunch of stuff." Yeah. And you know, you know they're they're fixing. They're not abandoning it, which no, I, which is good. Yeah, which is good. I don't know why. Like stick to your guns. Yeah, you know whatever. Uh, also speaking of guns, this has nothing to do with guns. Uh, Ghostwire Tokyo. Yes. Again, yes, another yes, great yes. E3 moment. Akumi getting up there, doing those stances. Lovely. And just talking about, like, this game is scary and, like, truly in love with spooky. her game. And she's spooky. Yeah. She was like, and this is this is the game. Here you go. CG trailer. So I think the game is probably a couple years away still. Prob- probably two years away. But, but that CG trailer was the probably my favorite CG trailer it, we it saw. It sold me on the game. Yeah. Like, unless, and it, I mean, it's from the Evil Within people, so, like, you know, there, there's a track record there, at least. And so, imagine, just now, walking through the streets of Tokyo as a spirit detective, or whatever the fuck you're gonna be. Yeah, whatever you be. Detective. It's like, well, it's like, oh, man, I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know either. There was a dog. Yeah, there, there was, was a dog. dog. Can confirm. What was the, uh, what was the, what was the thing they said, like, don't. Don't fear the unknown. Attack it or something. Yeah, it was something like that. So I, it, it was. I mean, purposely incredibly vague. Yeah. So it's like, are you like a spiritual detective? Are you like a spiritual like a ghost hunter sort of deal? Like I, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know. Like it, you, maybe you are a yokai hunter or yeah. something like that. And which would like, be awesome. Yeah, it takes place in like what a Neo Tokyo type setting, yeah. which is awesome too. Like yeah, no, I'm very excited for it. another great E3 moment. Yeah, that that was awesome. Uh, I know Winslow especially would be excited about this uh, rage 2 expansion stuff so What's that? The- <laughs> <laughs> no recent recently i platinum rage and i completed everything on the map so i mean even with this i i am actually really excited for it. i want to play it i need to um i don't think i got the the season pass so I, I might i'm definitely gonna pick that up to check that out i i, I really like what they showed 
Uh, they showed Wolfenstein Youngblood again, which, which still looks, looks awesome. Good. Looks awesome. That's next month too. Yeah, yeah. that's at we the gotta, end of July. So we gotta lock that down. Somebody wants to hook me up with that buddy pass. You know, just, you know just, ten dollars from three yeah. people. Just, <laughs> yeah, looks pretty good. Uh, yeah, and it's not a full price. Twenty nine ninety nine. It's not a full price. Which it, no, cool. Um, Doom Eternal, which oh, fuck. Doom is yeah. Wow, it's fucking hard. It, and, like. The music is back and it's better. It's good as mm. it's ever been. Coming out in November, I'm. November is just going to be stacked. No, yeah, November is stacked, and so apparently, Google was demoing do or maybe it was Bethesda actually at E3 uh, was demoing Doom Eternal on Stadia, mm. and they were like, "Hey, it's Doom. Yeah, like it <laughs> runs perfect, which is kind of like a you know good for Stadia." Um, they were like, hey, "It it runs and it runs." really well so I, I don't that could be something interesting we see you know at the latter end of the year where doom eternal will i guess will launch on stadia if stadia is coming out in september and then you have doom eternal coming out in november i would assume it launches on stadia so we'll see uh but yeah super and also the best collector's edition they showed because you get the fucking doom guy helmet oh, and yeah. you can wear it i don't think i could probably fit it around my big ass head but well, hopefully, hopefully it's not cheaply made. Yeah, because you know, I don't know. They could always cheap out. I saw some close up pictures of it, and it doesn't look that the, way. The close, the close up pictures, it looks really good. But that's the thing is, that's what they brought to the show. Yeah, yeah. exactly, yeah. exactly. So, so like mass produ- producing this thing for the collector edition, like it could just be like they cheap out, and it's like, huh? Yeah, yeah. and you know, it's you a get, nylon bag. They just put over. That's kind of like <laughs> was it Halo Three that came with the Master, Master Chief, Chief helmet, but then it only fit on like people's cats. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but I mean, uh, but I mean, Cole brought up when Fallout seventy six had their collector's edition. You got a bag. And it was just a nylon, like a very cheaply made nylon uh-huh. bag. And, and it was it, supposed to be burlap, I believe, maybe. Mm, I don't know. And then when people were sending emails like, hey, like, you know, we got this instead. And they're like, yeah, we we ran gonna, out of shit. And, yeah. and we're not going to do anything about it. But yep. that's the only really thing that's really fucked up. They did the actually end up sending out burlap. Because I saw on, fa- oh, on really? Twitter the other day that somebody had finally gotten their burlap bag after, what, seven months? So, yeah. And then they also showed Deathloop. Which oh, looks yeah. awesome. It's made by the same people who made Dishonored. Yeah. yeah. So that that game looked really cool. Again, a CG trailer. A CG trailer. Yeah. <laughs> which is like the big the big thing about this year's E3. It's just so much CG. Like I, you can tell this E3 is very much of like, hey guys, we're gearing up for next console, new consoles. We can't show much gameplay because you know we're not allowed to show a lot of gameplay yet. So I like I get it to an extent. But, but like it's like, come on, like you're, you're busting my balls. Yeah, you're you're really dicking me over here. Uh, uh, sorry, I was just gonna chime in. Uh, Pete Hines moment. Um, like the rest of you, we love mobile games. So. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me, like that was good. What? <laughs> that was good. Just like everyone in this room, we love mobile games and it's yeah. like okay like I, I don't know if you're reading your audience well but <laughs> go at it bud uh, say that and then fallout shelter is still like one of the most downloaded mobile it's games a free game ever. Yeah, it's true but and i hear still i hear what is it blades or whatever elder scroll blades is doing okay yeah it's not bad yeah it's not I, a bad game i played a little bit of it it's kind of fun yeah and it's coming to switch for free go. yeah and it's cross save between your phone and the switch which is awesome which I is want more of that really cool 
Devolver had their regular thing. It was fucking it was crazy. Shit. But I they loved sh- it. they showed two things that I was really interested in. They showed Fall Guys, which is like that mini game battle royale, which is Mario Party Bar- battle. Yeah, royale. it's Mario Party battle royale, which looks awesome. And they showed a game called Carry On. Oh, yeah. Carry-on? Carry-on, I am maybe. so no. excited for Carry On. No, it's carry. You can say it's carry on. It, it, I mean, it doesn't matter, but yeah. I pronounced it both ways. It looks awesome. Uh, it looks yeah. awesome because you actually play as like the infection killer it, virus. It's like a reverse horror game. Yeah, I think <laughs> I th- that's literally how they described it was a reverse horror. So like, I saw that and I was like, shit, that looks good. Yeah, you have to increase your biomass pretty much. Yep. So I, I was really excited for that. So that was Sunday. Coming to Monday, PC gaming show. No, no. One of my favorite parts of the PC gaming show. I didn't write this down. You missed. You missed one thing from Devolver. What did I miss from They're Devolver? They're fake games. They're... <gasps> oh, oh, yeah. Is it uh, Devolver Bootleg? Devolver Bootleg, where it's like eight of their games, but fake, avail- available on Steam, but it's like a launcher, and it's like, a, but you can play their bootleg version of their games. Yeah, it's like... And it's real. And yeah. it's real, it's yeah. Real. There's Hotline, Milwaukee, yeah. uh, Enter the Gun Dungeon, not yeah. Gungeon. Uh, oh man, what were other ones? And they're releasing a Enter the Gungeon arcade machine. Uh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Oh yeah. And Ape Out Junior. So yeah, Ape Out Junior. So I. Th- that's that's just something weird that Devolver does. That's like last year where they released a cryptocurrency, but it was like for real. Yeah. Like people could buy like these physical coins, and like the price changed every hour. That was good <laughs> shit. Uh, but yeah, so Devolver, a great conference as always. Very excited. No but, Hotline Miami 3, motherfuckers! Yeah, but maybe next year, since apparently they're doing a reboot of their conference lore, and now it's like Terminator. Oh, yeah. oh, so. oh shit, I forgot. They, Terminator's in Gears 5. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Everything. Terminator's in Gears 5. What was the other game Terminator's I in? I don't fucking remember. It's a, Gears 5, Terminator was in uh, this uh, Devolver thing. Uh, there was some other game. Terminator was in like another actual game. I don't remember what game. Oh, it was a Ubisoft game. Oh, fuck. Was it Ghost Recon? Yes. It was, yeah. Maybe it was Ghost I Recon. Think it was. W- was it like tease like da 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 da? No, it like show. That's Battlefield. <laughs> no, that's Term- oh, Terminator. Battlefield themes. I don't very know, similar. Very similar. Nobody said it. I'll say it today. Thank, thank you, Wenzel. PC gaming right. show. I have a couple of games listed from the PC gaming show, but my favorite moment of the PC gaming show was when the guy from Samsung went up there and was talking about his monitor. It was a 23 or 27 inch curved monitor. He's like, it's super cheaply priced, 3.99. And then the guy hosting goes, and he's like, what's the resolution? I, I, you know, I expect 60 FPS, 4K. He's like, oh, it's not 4K. And like the whole air in the room left. He's just like, we we can't make a monitor that cheap. With with 4K, so no, and no one clapped. clapped. No, no one clapped. He just walked off the stage. It was like it was fun. It was like I don't know if there's any E3 2019 cringe compilations out there yet, but if there is, that's it, that's one of the big. That, that's probably the cringiest thing. Yeah, cringiest thing I saw all of E3 because it was just like, oh yeah, we can't make a monitor that cheap that supports 4K, and like literally you could hear like a. <laughs> it was it was bad. Uh, PC they, gaming show in general was actually really really. It was good. pretty good. They showed that game Valvaris, uh, which is like the heavy metal, like Castlevania sort of deal. Yeah, it was like huge a, fucking gun. Yeah, a huge gun. It looked cool. That Chris Dale's game looked really cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Cool, where you're playing in like three time periods. Instantly. Oh yeah. fuck! Yeah. yeah, past, present, and future. Yeah, that game looked that really, looked really cool. cool. So yeah, PC game. Oh, PC gaming show. Man Eater. Man Eater looked really. Where cool. Where he plays a shark. Yeah, that oh, was cool. Yeah. It's like GTA but sharks. Did they show uh, Untitled Goose Game? Th- they showed it in a highlight reel, but they yeah. didn't show anything new about it. Damn. The game is apparently still coming out this year, but I, 
am skeptical at this point, but maybe it will. Uh, limited run games had their uh, thing. I wrote it like Night in the Woods getting a physical edition is really cool. Yep. Uh, one of Wenzel's favorite games, Transistor, is getting yep. a physical edition, so that's really cool. And they're also printing a lot of classic Star Wars games for physical. So the first one coming yeah. out is Star Wars Bounty Hunter for the PS4 physical edition. So that's neat, but it's and like, Pod Racer. Yeah, they're doing Pod Racer. All those games that released with Battlefront uh, on the PS4 whenever Battlefront came out. Yeah, they're doing oh, like. Okay. Fit- so- it was like Super Star Wars, yeah, yeah, Bounty Hunter. There, there's like eight the or ten sequel, games. The sequel to the Pod Racer, yeah. yeah. There, but I think there's also a few more that wasn't included with that. I, but I don't, I'm yeah, not I sure. There, they showed like twelve title screens, I think. Uh, so that was limited run games. Good. I mean, Jonathan, get your face away from that mic. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking punch him. Uh, Ubisoft was uh, Monday afternoon. Ubisoft had a good show. Ubisoft had a really good show. Uh, for, I, I want to mention Watch Dogs Legion, because holy shit. Watch Dog Legion looks fucking awesome. Good. You play as a grandma. You play as everyone. <laughs> play, no, no, no. You play as a grandma and you shoot people. You, you play as literally everyone. Here's my favorite saying is people are like, you can play as every NPC. I'm like, what do you think the NP stands for? So NP stands for non-playable. If you can play as them, they're not NPC. They're just C. I get what they're trying to market it as. No, I'm just bidding. I get what they're trying to market it as, but it's always so weird. It's like when people say ATM machine, I'm like, hold on. Yeah. No, no, no. Like, you know, what normally would be NPCs. Yeah. Yeah. But so they're like, every NPC is playable. It's like, well, that's real fucking like, (laughs) gotcha, Ubisoft. (laughs) So now is it PPC? Playable, right. playable character. Oh, <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, surely to God, he's not saying playable twice. But you were, so. Uh, that game looks incredible. Though. Yeah, it like It's got the fucking, like, futuristic neon lights everywhere type feeling. That I'm, I, it's and hard. it's, and permadeath. Yeah, like Perma- if, your character's permadeath. Yeah, yeah but, With, like. I feel it. Yeah, you're going to have funerals for your character. There's going to be a character that when they die, you start breaking down. No, I mean, there was a moment in there where uh, the first character they play as saves a guy that they want on their team, and the and the guy you play as dies, mm-hmm. and then they get another person to get the guy, and when they finally get him on their team, at the end of the mission, he was like, hey, what happened to the dude that saved me? He's like, he's dead. Yeah, he died, and then you just like seamlessly transition to the guy you just... Uh, recruited, recruited to your team and like oh now you're him he's a drone expert yeah it's just like wh- that seems incredibly ambitious I'm very excited to see if they can pull it off from what I've heard again from like the behind closed door stuff they pulled it off they did it uh, that's fucking good though like, yeah. it looks so good it comes out in March March 6th mm-hmm. comes out <sighs> three days after Final Fantasy it's a definite day one for me oh yeah I, I, oh, I think yeah. so too it's scary you, I know we're talking about November I was like wow November's a big month Ne- spring next spring especially next march is crazy packed uh ghost recon breakpoint they showed ghost recon breakpoint I'm, amazing it looked cool but i'm it just doesn't do that's their big holiday game this year uh but we're John forgetting Barenthal. the third and final greatest e3 moment bam bam oh bam bam the dog the ubisoft dog yep yeah, of course superstar and john bernthal yeah <laughs> that was that was my favorite tweet of probably the whole yeah. week where somebody was like 
I think Nebelian tweeted it, yep. and he was like, uh, yep, Superstar and John Barenthal. I was like, great. I love it. <laughs> Did we talk about Gods and Monsters? Uh, yeah. But, I mean, we just saw we just saw a trailer. We, we saw a much. trailer, but it looked really cool. I'm very excited for because it, it seems – because it's coming to the Switch as well, mm-hmm. um, which makes me excited for, like, uh, Breath of the Wild type yep. re- remake. Not remake, but, like, a Breath of the Wild type. Like esque um, game, yeah. Open world, Wenzel's dancing. Yeah, Wenzel dab. <laughs> he was not dab. He's, he's, he's like, he's like, <laughs> you can't see that, but he was dancing. Yeah, because I gotta, I gotta, I gotta figure it out. <laughs> I just don't know what to. I just don't have any feelings toward Gods and Monsters because the trailer felt like nothing. I it mean, felt no, like a mobile no, that, game trailer. No, that makes sense because I mean, we didn't see anything. We just, we just know it's about gods and monsters, and it well, takes place in a Greek. Uh, and you have to, you have to save the gods. Yeah, uh, yeah. You're there to save the gods. Apparently. I think it got a release next February. I think that's what they oh, said. Wow. I'm excited for it. It's Maybe. one of my t- on my list. But I mean, that that was I'm like for. pretty yeah. much the two biggest games from Ubisoft. I mean, yeah. the reason why I'm not really big on the Ubisoft conference is just because we got that, and then we got Watchdog Legion, and I mean, we got Breakpoint. But yeah, you know, Breakpoint, like. I mean, I like John Bernthal and all, and like I do want to play this game, but it's just not. It wasn't that big, and we mostly got. Uh, fuck me, what's his name? Talked about Mythic Quest, his new show. Yeah, Rob, uh, always sunny guy. Yeah, yeah. So which, th- which I mean, you know, looks neat, but like it was funny. You could also feel like the room kind of deflate, where he's like, "Coming to Apple TV Plus," and it's yeah. just like, "Oh, and it's oh like, no!" And it's like he took the time out of this conference to talk about his show, my TV show. And then which, like, and then there was that moment when the guy uh, talked about his update, the updates for the Division Two. Yeah, like which it, that was that's big. Yeah, there's a big update, cool but I mean the. They're all they're, free too. But yeah. they're updates. And then like oh, Rainbow Six the, Siege, like I, I'm per, like I know that's a big like that's huge on like the esports scene. But like personally for me, not really big on. So the Ubisoft conference had a lot of highs, but a lot of like I really don't care. Yeah. But one thing I wanted to touch on is uh, Uplay Plus, which is their the worst thing. Of, it's it's fifteen dollars a month, which is already exp- like I could maybe see buying into this if it was like five a month but fifteen dollars a month is like more expensive than like every other streaming service on the market and not only that you play plus is coming to stadia so hypothetically if you wanted to play these games the best they played you would have to pay your subscription fee to stadia to then pay your subscription feed or fee to you play plus and that's just for Ubisoft games. Like, it's not, you know, the Game Pass, you know, has games from everywhere. It has first parties, got indies, got all this, got all that. These Ubisoft games are just Ubisoft games. Yep. Yeah. And it's like... There's a lot of great Ubisoft games, but you're I paying agree. for two subscriptions, mm-hmm. possibly more, because oh, well, that, Ubisoft's done it. We're going to see it from Bethesda, like, probably Naughty Dog. I don't think Naughty Dog. I don't Dog, think Naughty no. Dog. No. I, we'll just see it from every big game company, and it's going to be fucking bullshit. I mean, Square Enix. I could see Square Enix doing it. Yes. I mean, and like, just from what I've heard, and like, this, is, this isn't, this is you know, this is like, just what from what I've heard. Ubisoft is not the only company that's doing this. They oh, are just the first company that said, hey, we're doing this. They're like whispers. Yeah, there's a lot of whispers that like, hey, a lot of devs coming to Stadia are going to be doing their own like oh. publisher streaming packages so it's fuck. like Ooh. i fucking hate so. subscription services that, oh man fucking shit so i guess what, what do you even do about that i guess i guess we'll cry. see what happens you cry you just don't get stadia yeah so I, I, I guess we'll see what happens comes the the, the time stadia is in full release i think next march so i guess don't we'll see what happens me. uh the kind of funny games showcase actually really cool it was just indie titles mm-hmm. They showed 63, I think, was the total number. I wrote, that was a lot. Yeah. And they moved around locations. Yeah, they moved around locations a great bit. Uh, Hamsterdam, 
was the game where you played as a fucking hamster. Yeah. Skatebird, the game where you skateboarded as a bird. Skate 4, by the way. Yeah. (laughs) But I also want to mention the game they showed at the end of the conference, which I I think if you're showcasing all these games, I don't know if you end with somebody who's like, hey, this is our dear, close, personal best friend ever. I thought that was kind of weird. But th- it's they called- close out on the worst. On game the worst, probably the worst game I saw at it's E3. So, yeah, it's it the was, worst game at E3. It was so it probably weak. Was- Below fucking that shitty mobile game that Bethesda's doing. Yeah, it's Commander called- Keen. Kyle. Commander Keen. Yeah. Uh, it's called Adam's Ascending. Adam and like, I don't know, but like the trailer was like choppy, like seven frames for seven, eight FPS, and like. The ge- like there was one part in the trailer where like a ship crashed and like the sh- the ship crashed and like stayed there for a second and then like exploded. It was so like loud. Too. It, it was loud. It, like it wasn't pro- properly compressed. It was it was so bizarre. After you show all these great indie titles and like I get if you want to throw that game in there, do it. I don't know if you make that your and one more thing. It felt like a shitty college project and the, even the title screen font for it looked so fucking and it's shit. called adam's ascending which i'm like is adam because Asc- the way it's spelled in the trailer it's a-d-a-m-s but no, not apostrophe s so it's like is it multiple adam's ascending or is it adam's ascending and you really forgot a fucking apostrophe <laughs> so it's a supernatural exploration set in a dimension of soul Sure. <laughs> Multiple choice of path of gameplay with purpose-driven challenges. Uh, story, also narrative-driven pacing, which... Didn't so, get any of that from the trailer. Yeah, unique environments that hold the secrets of life's mystery. <gasps> so it's kind of almost like a therapeutic-type weird-ass new age. Just seeing the trailer stressed me out. So <laughs> they failed. But yeah, like kind of funny game showcase up to that point was really, really good. good. They showed a lot of really cool stuff. Uh, that I'm excited about. And, like, a lot of those indie games they showed are, like, 2019 or early 2020 mm-hmm. titles. Like, oh, a lot of those games are coming out in the next 12 months. And then they just ended on that. And it's just like, wow. Weird. Mm-hmm. So. And then, Monday night, we had Square Enix. Jonathan's getting ready. Final Fantasy VII Remake. It's happening. It's also launching on two fucking Blu-ray discs. And, like, the, the only PS4 game that's done that so far is Red Dead 2, but Red Dead 2 was an install disc, disc and then, and then the disc. game disc. Final Fantasy VII Remake is just two game disc. So, Jonathan, I, you have the floor. Okay, yeah. Um, I'm really excited about it. This, The trailer, the gameplay, all of it looked really good. I was really surprised because that, this was my most hyped, but also the thing I was most worried about. Yeah. Just because we... It's Square Enix. It's Square Enix. They're stupid. And every bit of news that's been released since 2015 when they announced it has just been... Oh, no. But, like, the gameplay looks really good. It, it It's... I don't know how they did it, but it's a weird blend of turn-based strategy versus, like, an action role... Um, yeah. Or ARPG type thing. For me, it was like Kingdom Hearts and uh, Final Fantasy, Fantasy 15 fucked. Yep. Yeah, like the best way I could describe it, it's like the best parts of Kingdom Hearts, the best parts of Final Fantasy 15, best parts of Final Fantasy 13 and Final Fantasy 7, like 
this weird chimera that somehow may work. Yeah. Is Final Fantasy VII Remake going to be the thing that actually reboots the Final Fantasy series and makes it good again? You don't really reboot Final Fantasy. Uh, well, I mean, Final Fantasy XV was very well received. There was just a lot of... Square Enix lost a lot of money when they were planning on doing expansions for that game, and yeah. they literally couldn't afford them. Final yeah. Fantasy well, that, an it amazing was, game. It was unfinished. But, yeah. yeah. But other than that, it was a really... It was a pretty good game. Um... The only thing that concerns me about the combat is it looks kind of tedious. Like all like especially the bosses look like damage sponges. Yeah. Because like the the whole like boss fight what they showed was really long and they had there was like multiple cuts. Yeah, there was cuts. And I'm just like, "Oh man, I hope Every fight isn't going to be like this. Yeah, like... I think it's just the boss fight. Because, I mean, it's the boss. And plus, it's only in Midgar, so they got to make those things last. That That is very true, but... But I also, mean, it seems like they're stretching it out, and they're going to be adding a lot of stuff, considering... Yeah. I mean, Midgar was a... Uh, was just disc one for original. No, no it, was, it wasn't even... It, it wasn't was, even the entire disc one. No, it was like... If you knew what you were doing, you could get through it in about three, five hours. Yeah. So now they're like, hey, what if we made it to Blu-ray disc? Yeah. And I imagine <laughs> a lot of that is just for the amount of like detail they're making. I was going to say, most of the, I think, I think people might, how, do they say how long you would, it would I mean, take? they said it's a full-fledged Final Fantasy experience. So probably like 80 hours. So like, I mean, you're talking 50, 60, 70 hours. Within Midgar? Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. If they expanded upon that, I could see it. Which, I mean, and, and they it, could. And it is a reimagining. So there could be entirely new content here that you don't we don't know about. I yeah. mean, because, it, I mean, again, they're like, this is not a remaster. I mean, Square Enix has been very upfront. It's like, this isn't a remaster. If you're expecting original Final Fantasy VII, go play original Final Fantasy VII. If you want a reimagining and like a full-on, full-blown remake of Final Fantasy VII, this is what this is. Yeah. So. And I... And we've got our first look at Tifa. Yeah. Which... Saw Tifa. Nice. Yeah, and, She and, kicked ass. Yeah. And, and I mean, also too, like, going back to the gameplay, it looks like each character that you switch between plays differently too, so mm. it's not Which like, was those... Well, it wasn't that launch, but which is the same thing with uh, Final Fantasy XV. Yep. Yeah. They had the update where you could play as every character. Mm-hmm. Which is really awesome. And uh, what else was... The, See, the, the, the two-disc, it looks great. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm excited. I was not expecting March of next year. March, 3rd. March seems, seems early. It seems really <laughs> early, seeing as how they like scrapped two years yeah, of development. Considering at one point Square Enix just took over proper because CyberConnect Two was fucking it up apparently, and they were like, "Hey, we'll take it from here," which is good. I'm, but I'm yeah. kind of glad they did that. Oh sure. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Like I don't know why they did that to begin with. Uh. I will say the whole thing being in Midgar is a little worrying just because, mm-hmm. like, originally it was just, like, three to five hours. And you're only going to get, like, five of the main party members, if that. So I imagine a lot of the insulary characters will probably yeah, uh, flesh out. I'm just so. interested to see, because they, they said in an interview, they were like, well, how many games are you expecting to get out of this? They were like, well, we don't know yet. And it's just like, wow. That's another thing that works. You don't even have a roadmap for that shit? Like, are you aiming for three? Is it just going to be Final Fantasy VII and seven two? Are we going to have a seven three seven four? Like, how do you not have a roadmap for that? I'm already mad that it's more than one game. 
but I don't. If it goes past, especially if it's three, multiple, I'm going to be hurt. Yeah. If, if it's multiple disc three. and over like forty to fifty hours per disc, that would blow. That would not per disc, but like per installment. Like, yeah, they did would, that with Final Fantasy thirteen and. Apparently those were good. I didn't play them. Yeah, no, but okay. that also that also was all original new content. And I get Final Fantasy VII is a remake, but also it's at least loosely based off of original Final Fantasy VII. So like they are. So like there is an established lore there, and like I get that you don't want to. I don't know what you to don't, expect. You don't need to fuck it all up, but like also, fuck it it up. it's Square Enix. If it's good, <laughs> I'll probably get it. But like if it's like if it's if it's universally, I'm gonna wait till Jonathan plays it first. Of all. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I'm probably going to get it day one just to because I'm a Final Fantasy fanboy. So yeah, which I'll, is I'll get it. You played every Final Fantasy, haven't you? Except for the online ones. All except the online ones and three. Speaking, you haven't played three. Mm-mm. Three came out on the DS. Yeah, and it, years and years. I love that DS. I have three. the remaster on Steam. Uh-huh. But good for you. Thank Speaking you. of remasters, Final Fantasy fucking eight is getting a remaster. <laughs> so if you don't know the story about Final Fantasy eight, Square Enix said a couple of years ago they were like, "Hey, we lost the source code, so we literally <laughs> yeah. can't we can't remake it or we can't release it on anything, even if we wanted to, because we lost all the fucking master files." And then they're just like, "Oh wait, we have." So apparently, what they did is, if I'm re if I read it correctly, is that that. They found some something that had Final Fantasy VIII source code in it. Literally grabbed it from, like, grabbed the assets from that, and are remaking it based off of a port that already existed. Is what I'm reading correctly? Because Square Enix legitimately lost the fucking master files for a whole ass Final Fantasy game. Uh, but you know that's just Square Enix. Yeah, I mean to be fair, I mean it's. One of the lesser ones. So, I'm, I mean, I'm good, excited though. for this remaster. I'm uh, going to buy it as soon as it comes out on Switch. Oh yeah, yeah, because I mean, <laughs> it's coming out on Switch. I mean, I have it for the original PlayStation, but I don't want to bust that thing out every yeah. time. Yeah, I want to play it. Uh, and the other big thing from Square Enix's press conference is they finally showed Marvel's Avengers. There's a yeah. lot of babies out there that yeah, are pissed off about it, and I don't know why. They're like. Yeah, they don't look like the movie Avengers. So and it's I like, like, do you it. want that budget to be astronomical? Back off! I don't understand. Like people, I, I see people have tied themselves way too to the MCU. They just now that if you go to, that's the reason why when people go to be like, oh, I love Marvel movies, and they go look at the comics, they're like, this doesn't look like Robert Downey Jr. I mean, they you know they had the comics have moved towards the more Robert Downey Jr. look alike, but like this doesn't look like Samuel L. Jackson. Why is uh, he not? You know, uh, why doesn't he have the patch over? You know, all this other bullshit. It's like, guess what? Your uh, characters aren't based off of like these characters aren't necessarily based off of uh, actors. Actors. And I'm, and I'm like glad that. they don't. I mean, I don't want to because I feel like if they look, I feel like if Square, if they wanted to make that sort of game, I feel like it would just be us playing the movies. Yeah, yeah. which is I like, don't want to do that. Which I is like that, that's why, or like I, some weird in between that they somehow didn't cover. Yeah, like, the I will say that the voice acting and was a little jarring at first. Yeah, they got some big ass names though. But yeah, it was a little jarring because it was not the same character. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. But the thing that really struck me was. The actual like 
dialogue was not very good. It felt like a dub. <laughs> it felt like an anime dub. It felt weird in the. It felt weird in the sense that like. I kind of want to play it, this game in Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> it, it felt weird because it was definitely like it felt like they were showing like the first take of these. Like I mean, they have big name. I mean, like Nolan North, Troy Baker tied to this. Like the, I mean, those are your two big names in video game voice acting. If if, if I see Troy Baker in anything, it's automatically a good game. Sure, and so like and like they do really stellar work. They have done, I mean, like award winning voice acting. So like I, I I'm not too worried about that. I'm I'm worried about why they decided to show what they showed. I think they wa- they wanted to show that even though if it was a little cheesy just because they were like, "Hey, this is what the game's kind of about." Cuz yeah. the game seems to be about like, "Oh fuck, Captain America died." Yeah. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. It- I mean, we don't we don't really have much of the story so far, which is funny. Something else I've seen people complain about is the story. They're like, the story's been done so many times, and we don't like it's so boring. Yeah. Like, there's okay. not there's not an somebody at Bethesda's conference said it. I believe it was at Bethesda's conference where oh oh no, it was at Ubisoft's conference. Always Sunny Rob said it. it was like this community is the hardest community to please. And it's like, wow, you're literally not kidding. Yeah. And then yeah. you bring in a bunch of fucking comic book nerds into it. <laughs> it's just like, we want something exactly tailored to just my taste and my taste only. Like, and man, that is not happening. Do you want to fuck possible. them? Yes. Is that what this is? Yeah, they all look average as well. Like, average attractiveness. I mean, I mean, and, and gra- the- like, that is true. They look average, but it's like. Do you want them to look so good you can fuck them right then and there? Yes. Oh, yeah. You know there's so many people out there like, I can't get off to this. What the fuck? That that reminds me of Spider-Man. People were pissed that Mary Jane didn't look, like, strikingly hot, beautiful. And it's like, she looked fine. And then, like, I remember when they first showed Spider-Man where they were like, Hearing the voice acting, they're like, "Well, that's not a Spider-Man voice I recognize." No shit. And then the thing, but the thing is, he's done a Spider-Man voice before. Yeah, he's so. voice acted for Spider-Man, and this is his second time, but in a game. And also, Peter did not look that pretty. Yeah. <laughs> he, looked, he looked pretty. He looked kind of scary. He was a pizza <laughs> boy that had no friends. In the he didn't deliver. He doesn't deliver pizza. Uh, you ever seen Spider-Man? <laughs> oh, pizza oh, time. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's like. Like, I don't know. And it's frustrating. And I think they're going to do a lot of, and you know, obviously it's like a wait and see kind of, it comes out next May, a lot of wait and see, which will actually coincide with, because Marvel's releasing a movie, I believe next February and next May. So it's going to release pretty close to like one of our, the second phase five movie. Yeah. Oh, and fuck me. There were people that were saying that, oh, that, you know, that Capcom Marvel Alliance game that's coming out. Yeah. They're like, that's looking pretty good right about now. What? Is it, is it though? Is it looking that fucking good? I, I actually think that game does look fun, but like, these are obvi- the, the Marvel Ultimate Alliance game and Marvel's Avengers are two drastically different games. Yeah. Like, it's not even fair to compare them. Now, there was a fun thing that somebody said that they maybe they should have maybe they should have went like for the like for the look of Avengers. Maybe they should have went more like stylized, which that would actually been kind of cool if they did that. Yeah. But it's like yeah. but it's like this is a different this is a different take. Like they're not gonna yeah. look exactly like how you how yeah. they have they been shown? It's like Ados Montreal. They love detail, and I love that. I love yeah. their games because they love detail so much. And this is their interpretation of it. This well, isn't yeah. like it's like the fact it's even happening to me. Like considering how much of a strang- stranglehold Disney has on all its IP is frankly baffling. Yeah, like the, it, 
Captain America's not going to look like the fucker in the comics. He's yeah. not going to have that stupid-looking costume. Yeah. But also, not going to look like Steve Rogers. Or not yeah. going to look uh, Chris like Chris Evans. Evans. He's Chris Evans. He's not going to have the same fucking outfit. I mean, it is similar, but it's like, because people were complaining, like, why does he have so much body armor on? It's like... Because it's, it's realistic. Uh, I mean, but Black Widow, she's wearing a skin-tight suit that's literally the same suit from the movies and from the comics. It's like, that doesn't really make sense. That's her skin. Yeah. But, I mean, I get that. But it's like, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> and, like... I. One thing I like, they went up and they were like, "Hey, guess what? All the expansions." So it seems like it's going, it's going to be like a kind of a games on of a, or games as a service thing, which is like already, uh, but like they're doing it all for free. They're like, "You're you're, you're getting new regions, you're getting new, new heroes, new heroes." And we kind of got Hank Pym uh, teased at the, at, yeah. at the end, so it was Wait, like, "Oh, cool." Which Hank Pym looked kind of average. He looked yeah. the same as every other person in the yeah, film. yeah, and I, and I get looked the, like he fit in that universe. Yeah, and so, I get that, but um, I, I'm excited for it. Yeah. I think what people are yeah. missing out here is that these these American comic book heroes are really big in the Asian market. <laughs> this is gonna make a lot of money. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. China loves. I mean, China that's loves why. I mean, that's Avengers. why we see all these movies that have like oh, ten cent pictures and like oh. Why is three people from the MCU in fucking Kong Skull Island? Oh, because Tencent had investing interest in it. Oh, why is Chris Hemsworth now a new men and Tessa Thompson now a new men in black? Oh, because Tencent had investing interest in it. So it's like, yeah, yeah. it makes sense. Uh, and you know, and from what we could tell, we did see uh, gameplay as well. We did, you know, we didn't get HUD yeah. or anything, but as far as we can tell, that, yeah, that, that it looked awesome. And it looked awesome. It the looked Iron really Man good. flying bit. Iron Man really flying looks really good. The Hulk. Jumping over across the bridge looked fucking Being cool. Angry. So yeah, Hulk, uh, Thor, and then Captain America fighting. Yeah, I, so I'm, I'm excited. Ne- next May, I'm sure we'll probably see. Well, I mean, we'll have to see more of this game soon. Yeah. If it's coming out in May, there's no major. I mean, Gamescom in August and TGS and was TGS in November or December now. Probably one of those, and then we'll probably see some of the Game Awards. Yep. So, like, we'll probably see it. Uh, maybe at least, PlayStation Experience. Maybe PSX if they have it this year. So, we'll probably see this game three, four, maybe five times before the end of the year. Who knows? Uh, and then, final conference, Nintendo. It's Good. Nintendo. We've, like, we've been going for... We are an hour and 55 minutes. Yeah. yeah. So, we're about to hit two hours. Uh, so, with Nintendo... Uh, they first. We're, I want to talk. I want to talk about both Smash announcements at the same time. They announced Dragon Quest Hero, which was a lot different because everybody was like, "Oh, Erdrick's going to be put in. Erdrick's going to be put on," which he was. But it's also like three other heroes. Three other Dragon Quest heroes, which, which is, is so awesome. Which is really I'm really cool. happy that they put all yeah. four of those. I'm, guys I'm a in there. very big fan of that. And then at the very end, Nintendo's like one last thing. Fucking or no, hold on. There's the next to last announcement. Fucking Banjo Kazooie is finally joining Smash, which is like, oh, like we predicted it. We we did, <laughs> but like after the, I feel like this was something that like you could see coming. After oh, yeah. after all like the Microsoft buddy buddy stuff has happened, it's like okay, there Banjo has to be happening. Yeah. Banjo has to be fucking happening, and Banjo's happening. Coming out in the fall. Dragon Quest Hero is going to be in the summer, so like, it's coming out next month, probably, probably July or August, and then we'll probably see Banjo in October, November. Yeah, and then we'll we'll get two more characters before February. So and now it's just like who who's left? Like who is there anybody I Sans? Actually, I still want Sans. I, no joke, Sans would he be, would be a good Sans ass would be really fucking cool in Smash, but I, oh Terminator, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, so the Smash announcements were fucking awesome. Witcher 3 is actually coming to Switch, which is like the worst kept secret in the world. 
But like, also, I was still surprised to see it because I'm just like, how the fuck are they getting The Witcher on? And Switch? it's gonna be all on the cartridge. It's all on the cartridge. That's and not, wild to me. And like it, from everything I've heard, it it plays fucking good. And it so, looks and it, it looks, looks decent. Yeah. It, it it there is not a super noticeable downgrade in quality from playing on a high definition PlayStation 4. It's noticeable, but it's not It's noticeable, but it's not like, oh, this is game ruining. Oh. I mean, oh. and the thing is though is that one of the greatest aspects about The Witcher is the fact that I mean, if you played it on PC versus on I played it on PS4, I just bought it for PC, so I'm bitch. excited to actually play it on PC. <laughs> yeah, cuz Cody's rich. <laughs> uh, well, I played it on PS4 cuz Tanner let me borrow it. Thank you, Wenzel. Uh, rich. And then I bought it on sale for And then he 14. stole my copy of Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, middle class. Found it. By Jonathan the way. told me that. Found <laughs> it. By the way, that was, that was fucking. Jonathan funny. told me about it. I'm like, how the fuck did it end up in your truck? Uh, anyways, uh, no, I'm actually very excited for The Witcher Three coming to the Switch because it's the complete this year edition, too, and it's the complete edition. Yep. So that opens up a whole new world for people like you know Jonathan here to finally fucking play The Witcher series, <laughs> yeah. uh, which he would absolutely fucking. Jonathan, love. You, oh, Jonathan yeah. would probably like Witcher Three more than anybody at this table. Nah, Jonathan, I don't know. I, I like Witcher Three. I know, but Jonathan plays the first. He won't be go back and play the first or second one. No one, or maybe the second one. The second one might you might only go back and play. Is the yeah. second one on console? It's, it's on, on Xbox, Xbox 360. Yeah. It's on 360. Yeah, I wouldn't go back. However, until some kind of it, or I mean, you can just start with three. Yeah. If Jonathan were to play three. Sometime in the next three months, by this time next year, he'll have every goddamn book read and played oh, yeah. every game and watched gameplay for one and two and found the Soul Store. He will know every aspect oh, yeah, of for sure. the Witcher he series. Would. Absolutely, ab- no, Maybe. absolutely. I I think you would be so all the way down with Witcher. Uh, it's coming out this year, so I don't know. Nintendo has a packed fucking schedule. I don't even know where you release a major third party game like Witcher Three, but it's coming out sometime. I would guess October. October yeah, seems seems like a good time. Yeah, seems for it. fine. Uh, and then they showed Trials of Mana and the Mana Collection. That's a, I know nobody here is like super big on that, but that's a fucking huge deal. The, coll- like, the yeah. collection of mana is something yeah. that I really want to get into. Jonathan's mm-hmm. maybe something you want as well because yeah. the whole like it has ties in with Final Fantasy and how. Yeah, I never realized yeah. that Secret of Mana was a spinoff. Yep. I thought, I didn't mm-hmm. realize it was a spinoff of Final Fantasy. Yeah. Like, or it was going to be and then became its own thing. Yeah, but then it like, because they have, because in the collection of mana, which. Which I don't really think the price of sixty dollars is a good idea. I think it should be thirty. But is it sixty? It was forty. It's, it's a full sixty for. Uh, oh, I thought it was forty. Yeah, I swear it's forty. For that to drop. Hey, we didn't put a mic out for this dude. <laughs> God damn it! Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> empty, enter Mister Empty Mister Pib bottle. Extra, extra Pib extra. I'm sorry. Um, and then we also showed, or they also showed, No More Heroes three, which is like. You know, the new Suda 51 game, that's fucking... It's $40. It is? Okay. Oh, is it a collection? Yeah. I didn't think... Didn't th- 60 sounded absurdly yeah. high. Okay, that's not bad. I thought it was... for the collection of Mana, because I was reading somewhere where it was, like, a very high price for it, and I thought mm. I read 60, so... You're probably thinking about Trials. The new Trials. Oh, the Trials... The, the Trials of Mana. Yeah. Oh. Because they, the, they made the remake of the Trials of Mana. Yeah. Which yeah, looks also really cool. This is the first cool. time it's coming to the States, or yeah. mm-hmm. West in general. Yep. Uh, no more heroes three. We just got CG, but it looks fucking batshit. Looks like, like another suit of another suit of fifty one game. Luigi's Mansion three looks awesome. Looks, I love it. It's in the fucking hotel from Odyssey. It's in the hotel. 
Fucking Gooigi is back. High definition. Also, I did not expect Luigi's Mansion 3 to have fucking eight player multiplayer, which is really cool. Like, I'm, I'm like that. Like, which is more if you count the Gooigi's. Well, no, I think four people play as Luigi and four people play as Gooigi, oh, okay. maybe. Or may- maybe it was eight Luigi's and you also get your own Gooigi. That also, was a lot of players. Also, the Shining is in the hotel. Wait, what? No, it's, 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 it's actually the Shining remake. That's what it is. Oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. Dr. Gooigi. Um, Nino Cooney is coming out on Switch, which I will finally be able you to know, play Nino Cooney. It's not the remaster. It, it, yeah, it's just a straight that, up. That's the, that's the weird thing. It's uh, the remasters coming to the PS4 and the uh, Xbox One and PC. However, Nino Kuni Wrath of White Witch, the original one, is just being ported over straight over straight over to the Switch. Yeah, without I'm, any updates. I guess what I'm fine with that. I, I mean, mean, it's I a, mean, all they're doing is it's a very cartoony game. Yeah, it's very difficult to. I mean, it's still going to play it. I think it's 720p. Yeah, I think but, it's still high def. And, yeah. 30 but FPS, which is what everything else plays in handheld mode on the Switch anyways. Yeah. I was fine with that. They showed Fire Emblem Three Houses. That game comes out next month. Yeah, I'm oh. excited for it. Give me that. I kind of... Yeah. that What they showed at the Direct, I'm like, man, do I ever want to play Fire Emblem Harry Potter? Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so I was really excited about that. I didn't realize it was based around like a school. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like three warring houses, but no, it's like a like fucking... Harry like, Potter. It's literally Fire Emblem Harry Potter, which is... <laughs> Right up my fucking alley. What about those Resident Evil ports? Uh, yeah, that seemed weird. They were like, hey, I, five, Resident Evil 5 and 6 coming to Switch. Yeah, it's like, let's get the shitty one and then the racist one. Yeah. They're all on there now. They just had to get the full complete collection. Yeah. <laughs> well, 7's not but on like, Switch. They had like it is. A- Cloud-based. Well, yeah, but that's uh, only available in Japan. You can't get that in the U.S. I feel like you can. It's coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, Astral Chain. That's looks the one I'm fucking very rad. For. Really I when I first when it first announced last year, I think it was. No, I, was it last year? It might, I thought it was earlier this it was year. Low. I don't. Know. I thought it was at the February direct. I could be wrong. It looked a lot. Of, it looked like a lot of fun, but like I wasn't really sure. It looked like another anime game. It's platinum, and they make amazing games. They yeah. made Near. They made Bayonetta. Right, right. What right. do you expect? Well, look, I'm look. I'm looking at the game from what's being shown, and. At this point, like I'm very excited because the gameplay mechanics look like a lot of fun, and they look really cool, and the story looks really cool. I don't know. I'm very excited for it. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited for Astral Chain. They, Damon X Machina is still also coming. Also looks fucking cool as hell. I didn't realize it was like a full-on story game. I thought yeah. it was like a a weird multiplayer mech game. I hope it's been fixed because I I remember playing the demo last year that came out on the Switch. Might have been early this year too. Um, and like it was really choppy, and it felt weird. It didn't control great. I kind of hope the kind of, that stuff has kind of been ironed out. I kind of hope they do another demo before the full game comes out. So like, test the waters with that again. But it's a, I mean, it's fucking Max. I'm, I'm interested, you know. Uh, Link's Awakening still looks awesome. Okay. I yes, don't think yes, it yes. deserves the sixty dollars price tag. That's just me. I, I do. I, I think that's sixty dollars seems. I could forty. I think would be good. Yeah, sixty just seems a little like. I mean, is it coming to the Switch or the 3DS? Switch. It's Switch. 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 I I mean, even then, like, I don't know that. It has. That's that still seems a little steep to me. Because Link's Awakening is not a very long game. Yeah. No, it's not. But like, but here's the thing. Here's the game. Here's the thing. 
it's been rebuilt from the ground up. Yeah, well, no, I that, get that. That's true, and, and it might build on what they... Yeah, because, you know, th- there was no way... Like, they, it's been rebuilt from the ground up. It has different graphics to it. It probably does have more content. Well, yeah, they're adding that whole dungeon builder thing, which I wonder if, like, will you be able to share your dungeons with other people? Because if you can, well, I think it's that... Based, that dungeon building aspect is actually based on you finding those dungeon pieces mm-hmm. in the overworld throughout the story. Yep. You take those pieces, you build your own dungeon, and going through that dungeon you built, you get to go through your dungeon to pick up other new and but items. So yep. I, I don't I don't know. It looks like they're adding a whole lot more to it. I mean, I'm excited. I want to see the. Early. I mean, I'm going to get it. I'm not saying like sixty dollars is a fucking deal breaker. Yeah. I'm going to get it. So I'll wait for sale. It, it's, it's definitely one of my most anticipated, and it's cute as fuck. Uh, yeah, it looks good. super cute. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Of course. <laughs> okay, I, I'll, get it out. Go, go ahead get and get it, it out. out. It's fucking stupid. I understand. I understand it takes a lot of time to reanimate, re-sprite up, whatever the fuck you're doing. I know it takes time, and uh, I think it's bullshit. You don't have all the Pokemon, and this is the first time in all the mainline Pokemon games ever, first time ever, that they're all not going to be in there. I understand that Pokemon's a yearly series, but this is the first well, Switch te- game. Technically, Ruby Sapphire, you couldn't get Gen 1 and Gen 2 Pokemon on legally. Well, you could still get them on there. You couldn't catch all Gen One, Gen Two Pokemon in Ruby and Sapphire. You couldn't. You couldn't. You couldn't port them over. Oh, you well, couldn't port well, them over. Still, but still, though, it's got. Argument, it's argument done. Yeah, like, granted, that was seventeen years yeah, ago. Yeah, think about the current standards. Yeah, but but to say that was seventeen years ago, whenever they didn't have like Pokemon yeah, Bank. No, yeah, no. Now that we have Pokemon agree. Bank, you should be able to pull. You should be able to get every single Pokemon in these two games. By some means, whether by catching your life, you can have 500 Pokemon in this game that you can catch. Yeah. Fucking cool if you can do that. Yeah. However, just, uh, if those if 500 if those 500 are only 500 you can get, and you can't transfer over your other Pokemon, and you can't pull all Pokemon over, that de- that really defeats the purpose of Pokemon in the sense that you have lost the ability to gain the Pokemon that you want. I mean, you literally. You can't catch them you all. You can't catch them all, which is like been their major tagline for yeah. 25 years now. Just delay um, it. Just delay it. What I was trying to no, say is just delay it. Give them time to make it. To well, I mean, that, I mean, that will never, a Pokemon yeah. game will never be that, delayed. I don't, I don't give a shit but about delay. It's still insanely stupid the to del- release it without all the Pokemon. I mean, it, like, it is frustrating, but like, the, like, I don't know. Masuda and what they said was like, you know, like, and they're using the three D, the three DS sprites to bring those over. But like, the thing is, they're having to rework and rechuck those up. So like, that's that a doesn't huge... take long. And the, uh, that Cody, Cody went to graphic design. No, school. but like, <laughs> well, but no, like, but, well, that's no, the thing that a lot well, of like people who who are in that line of work are saying is like, like this should not necessarily. That's not a game breaker. Like you can, what where what's. We don't. I, I think more will come out about like this whole situation, but I think it actually comes down to a staffing issue and a money too. issue that game possibly Freak, that Game Freak is kind of holding back on their money, and also other games that they're producing like Town, Town. and other things like that. Whereas instead of saying, "Okay, we're going to split our development team and then bump each development team to the amount of people they need," they're just splitting the development team. Yeah, and that's some of the rumors that I've heard and things like that, and. Uh, I think that um, you know I I don't think there should be a delay. I don't mind spending like if you release Sword and Shield and say okay you can only get the 500 Pokemon you can get right here right now mm-hmm. in this in this game for the next six months and then whenever Pokemon Home announces will, or releases we'll be releasing an update that allows you to bring over any Pokemon you want. Which I 
I would imagine. That's I would imagine that's what would happen. But but they need to tell us. That. Yeah. No. Yeah, I yeah. I agree. A hundred percent. Sorry. Something I should mention. Cody's been saying 500. I've been saying 500. We actually don't know. We don't, this know. Is, we don't know the number. This is just an estimate yeah. I threw out there. In I a, mean, imagine if it's like, the, of course, they said that this that the, one of the major reasons is that it's going to push, like, we're going to get over 1,000 Pokemon. We're going to have 1,000 Pokemon. Inclu- like, like alternate, in the world. alternate forms mm-hmm. included, over 1,000. Over 1,000. Which, you know, that tells you something about the Galar region, Pokemon specifically. Yeah. Well, I mean, that tells you we're probably getting the most Pokemon we've had added to a region since, like, Gen, Gen 1. Which, I mean, yeah. you know, you could also make the argument that maybe they're trying to make you focus more on the Galar region Pokemon. Yeah, which which they've always done. Which that. is fine yeah. for the first six months, but then once I beat the storyline, once I catch all the Galar region Pokemon, what the fuck else is there? Yeah, like, yeah. sure. You know, and, and they have said like the post the post game will be the most expansive post game. Yeah, they said there's ever a, in a Pokemon game. There's a lot of stuff to do, and like, and then but something else too that we brought up, and this you know this by no means should like cut anybody out, but like. You know, any everybody who fills a national deck, that's like a small percentage of people. Which, which, which you know, is not really the point. I'm, the point, I don't give a shit. The the whole point of the national decks isn't the fact that you won't be able to fill it up. The whole point of the national decks is the fact that if my favorite Pokemon, again, I'm going to use Chimeco here as we did in, in our <laughs> chat. If Chimeco is my favorite fucking Pokemon, I should be able to get a goddamn Chimeco. Sure, I mean, sure. Some point in time in this Pokemon. I game. want my Dots Bars. Like there should be, a, I should be able to get that Pokemon because if not, then like that kind of like if I'm not able, which I know one of my favorite Pokemon, Espeon. I'm pretty sure Ampharos. I don't know, Ampharos may not be in this fucking. All game. Gen One Poke. I know it's Gen Two, but all Gen One Pokemon are gonna make it. They yeah. have to because it's stupid Gen One fucking love. I know Espeon. Well, and- well, not that, but also because let's go. I mean, Gen Pikachu and Eevee, like, they can literally just take those. I mean, there's no reworking to be done. It's literally... Yeah. But that's my whole... Yeah. But that's the thing. Is like, I know my favorite Pokemon are going to be in there, but I can't help but think about other people who have very specific Pokemon that they've yeah. grown up with for 20 goddamn years that suddenly is like, ooh, sorry, <laughs> you're done, Sparse. Mm. And, and also... Like Game Freak has never cared about competitive really a bunch. Like they they never harp on it. Seems like this is going to change the meta quite a bit. Which, like I, which is like why? Like it was that shit's already been balanced. I don't know why. It, it seems weird to be like, hey, we're there's going to be like 300 Pokemon you can't use in this game. And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa what? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Like, I don't, like they talk, because they talk about that, like there's a balance issue and it's like, well, why? Why is there a balance issue? Like that doesn't make any sense. Maybe you need to rework your new Pokemon. You might need to do that instead of possibly retouching on the uh, old ones. Well, I don't think, it's well, not well, going to be so much retouching on the old ones. It's, it's just like adding animations and stuff like well, that. Yeah. Well, no, because they, because I read where like they're, they're taking 3DS models, but because they are still 3ds sprites or whatever they're having to rework them and retouch them up and add animation stuff there's like it is yeah, a, i mean it is a process they're adding because they do have ex, extra ability to add more animations they are which i'm glad i'm very happy yeah, for make the pokemon feel more alive yeah that's that. totally fine and also but like when it comes to like graphics and things like that it's really just fixing shaders and it's really not that big of a deal yeah. but i mean i say that as not someone who does this but like, <laughs> but again the big issue is the fact that like you know I don't care if it comes in a later update. Just we Tell should be me. able. They, they need to get out in front and say because, if it is or not. Because the yeah. only thing we've gotten is that they both said they have no plans to add Pokemon. And apparently, updates. apparently, Japanese fans are not happy. Like, oh no, no, like, no, no a no, lot no. of people aren't happy. Their like, Pokemon Reddit like, has a rage thread where they're like, "What the fuck? What is this Pokemon home I mean, bullshit?" Sure, but like, but, but, Reddit's one, that's Reddit. But, yeah, <laughs> it's still one of the most popular forums in the internet. But, but uh, fuck it, right? I, I mean, so is 4chan, but who that, gives a fuck about that? Two different. 
Well, I mean, fuck and it. And we're mad too. So, <laughs> I mean, but that's the thing is that no, I don't. I, I have, I've, I've heard people justifying and being like, man, it's whatever. And again, uh, I was pretty not okay with the lack of, um, with, with in Sun and Moon, the lack of, uh, what is it? Um, what are those fucking Gen Seven or not Gen Seven? Gen Six is Mega Evolution. Mega Evolution. Yeah. I was kind of upset about that because it's like, yeah. oh, those are cool. Everyone loves them, and then they're like, eh, they're not really gonna be a big yeah. play, a big part. Okay, not in Gen and, Seven, and, and, and they're not, not in Gen, Gen Eight, eight. So. and it's like, fuck. But also, giant kaiju Pokemon. So, which is like, uh, okay, that's that's neat and all. But it's sh- neat, but but it's, it's like, a silly addition. It's, it's like, dumb. And, 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 I'm saying it right here. It's and another thing about yeah, like I'm the competitive scene, you. also, it's like because they took out Mega, Mega Evolutions of Pokemon that were like relevant are now irrelevant. Well, it's like my thing too is like one of the most viable Pokemon in competitive play is Klefki, which is a f- the key ring Pokemon yeah. from Gen 5 or Gen which 6. Which is stupid. But like it, or game is Game Freak going to take the time it's like, well we have to have fucking Klefki in this game. <laughs> or is Klefki going to be taken out? If Klefki is taken out, I mean like that's a huge Pokemon be like probably one of the 10 most used Pokemon in competitive play. Yeah. Just taken out. And they just Mm, they're fucking so, I, I did. I did see Noibats in it, and I love Noibat and Noivorn. But I, I mean, God, I, I, I think as like I don't want to get to the like. I think it'd be really shitty if we get to the game and like they they push the game out. And there's all these Pokemon available. We're like, hey, guess what? There's no like Gen Five Pokemon available. Yeah, I think like if if we can at least get a good melting pot out of the gate. Like, hey, there will be Pokemon in this game catchable day one from Gen Ones to Gen Eight. That's fine. And then it's like, at a later date, when Pokemon Home releases, hey, guess what? You'll be able to catch all of them. It'll be no big deal. Great. Not even catch all. Not, not transfer. Catch, just transfer. You can get yeah. them in games. Yes. You, they can be in your game, on your disc, no, or on your the, cartridge. They'll burn in Pokemon Home for all of eternity. Yeah. yeah there's that one th- problem where if they uh, go to Pokemon and, Home and they're not in Pokemon <laughs> Home, they're stuck in Pokemon Home forever. Well, until, no, no. If, well, no. If they're not in Pokemon Sword and Shield, they're stuck in Pokemon Home. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I'm interested to see what they're doing because I think the Pokemon game next year is going to be Gen Four remake. The Sinnoh. Yeah, it's going to be Diamond yeah. Pearl remakes. So I'm interested to see like what they're what they're going to do. Man, what I what I want from the because I'm still going to buy it. Like like I said, I'm I am. I mean, we're all start, Nobody here is yeah. mad enough to be like fuck Pokemon forever. Yeah. Oh, it's we're all like, going to buy it. I, I mean, it's like like I'm frustrated, sure, but like I I don't know. I just can't be so angry. Like. Like, man, it's just, I don't know. There's but, so much other bad shit in gaming. Like, I'm not going to be pissed off that I yeah. can't catch a thousand Like, Pokemon I mean... Or like, there's a trans... You know, I, but again, I, I know that like, people I, are. Like, I, I get... It's a key element I, of the game. I, and I get people grew up with this and, you know, video games that can be more than games, you know, whatever. But, like, it's like, I don't know. Is this the, really the battle you want to fight? Like, there are other things happening. Like, and especially in the video game industry that, like, are definitely, you know, that need to be fought. And I, and I mean, you know, have some perspective as well. But like, again, again, not to be like insensitive to people who grew up with these games and these games help them get through those hard times, you know, whatever. Like, because so, I, I, I understand that. I, I get that. So it's like, you know, but like, again, kind of kind of rein it in, you know, like, w- no, it? it's a key element. It, I get it's no, a key element, no, rein in the anger. It's like, so I mean, no, stupid it, there to be, be like, oh, well, no, but you should you should rein it in because like I said, like there should is this be really anger. The, is there it, should be frustration. But I mean, is this the battle you want to fight? Like, like yes, there's an, I mean, especially I in, in 20, Pokemon, like in I mean, 2019, like, with like workplace discrimination. Oh, my and, God. That is like that. Is well, like, I, I'm talking about like in 2019 where there's been so many battles about like game crunch and people working 70 
80, 90 hours a week. Yeah. That, like, my my thing about. is, I'm not going to be pissed off that, like, oh, okay. Yeah, but, like, if we're... This, if, these Pokemon are missing. If these, if these developers are still experiencing game crunch, how... But still experience game crunch and not being able to put produce every single pokemon that's still a problem uh and sure yes in the in the grand void of things like people going hungry elsewhere in the world sure we should be more angry about but goddamn we're talking about pokemon yeah no i I totally get it i'm not even talking about that i'm talking about specifically in the video game industry and just talking about in the video game industry like i again like we should, I mean, there's still, like, you're even, even if, like, you should be able to do work-life balance, treat your developers correctly, treat, be able to do all that, while also producing a game that's competent and sticks to your but, plans and your basic ideas. But, the game should when be. you have the corporate or overlord saying, you gotta get a Pokemon game out every 12 months, sometimes it's not doable. Well, yeah, I mean, and so. you have the card <laughs> game, you have the movie, the TV show, so, all these things working, it's like, there's just... Let, let me ask you something, if... If you could have every Pokemon available to to you on this game, but the catch is it's on 3DS and not Switch, would you be mad about that? No, not really. Not really. Oh, bullshit. Oh, nah. no. 3DS Pokemon games are still good. I uh, know. I agree they're good, but the Switch at this point would be almost three years old. Would You would not be mad that Pokemon... I would be like, I think that sucks, but I wouldn't be like See, as mad as I, I am about yeah, all would, Pokemon. I, I would be the same way. That's like, what I am about this. I'm just like, oh, that sucks, but oh well. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, that's where I stand on it. I mean, but... But like I was saying before, what I really wanted out of this game is I hope they fill the I hope I hope that Galar like we get a ton of new Pokemon because they were really good Pokemon too. Go, good Pokemon. So too. far, so good. Fucking Corgi, Yamper, Yamper, <laughs> and Impidimp, Grookey. I mean, we've only seen like five to yeah, seven Yamper, Pokemon. Yamper, Impidimp, Corviknight immediately going on my team. Like no, no, like no, no lie. But um, but yeah, no, I like they cheap out on us on Sun and Moon. I really want more. I want a lot of good Pokemon. Hope this is good. Hope it's a good story. That's that's all I can ask for. And also that gym leader that's a baby. Buff baby. With Milo. No <laughs> Draw a Milo, nose on yeah. him. Just put a black line where his nose is. <laughs> fucking all fucking uh old dude from my hero who Mirio? Took, yeah, Mirio. Mirio. Uh fucking Animal Crossing. They showed it. Animal Crossing New Horizons, March twentieth, twenty twenty. Holy Shit! I'm so. Oh my god! I'm so. Let me go back to my notes. I uh, my three pages of notes. I screamed and like I was watching. I was like beating on my bed, screaming. I was like, "Oh my god! It's fucking Animal Crossing!" Oh my god! I'm so excited. I may have an emotional breakdown talking about it here. We we are so so we're working to build a town. Mm -hmm. We're working to build a town. We are on this desert island. We have been brought here by Nook. Uh, and there seems to be some crafting elements. There is some... You can put furniture everywhere. Mm -hmm. You're basically going to be building this little town from the ground up, which I think is fantastic. Yep, and a, very, a great turn for the franchise. Yep. Um, it looks like, you know, a lot of games where you start as with a town pre-built, everything kind of there for you already, and then you kind of go forward. It looks like they've kind of shifted that beginning sequence back, mm -hmm. and now you're building up, and then from there, I don't know, it just looks very exciting. One thing I'm excited about we saw in the demo is that apparently when your villagers are going to place their house, you can be like, hey, I don't want you to put your house here, and you can kind of <laughs> guide them to where you want their house. So, I mean, literally, it's like true town management. So if there's somewhere where you're like, oh, I want like to do like a little park bench thing here. Guess what? You can be like, well, fuck off, Goldie. You're moving over there. 
because the park bench is going here. So I, I'm 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 excited about that because sometimes villagers' houses would be in really inconvenient places. Like, oh, I'm right by the beach. And I'm like, oh, that looks really fucking stupid because like you walk onto the sand, yet your entire house is surrounded by grass. <laughs> oh, okay, but <laughs> um. So we, it looks like we are actually going to be getting uh, an actual RPG task list now. Yeah. They tried to do this with the Welcome Amiibo uh, update on, I don't know who all played the Welcome Amiibo update. Not Tanner. Um, but they actually... But Amiibo are compatible with this. They did have uh, cat coupons, which I think they were what they were called, but there was a little machine that gave out coupons based mm-hmm. on things you did, like you pull five weeds or whatever, and then you could use those coupons in the campgrounds to actually buy different things. It looks like they are basically integrating that from the go here with uh, Nook Miles. Uh, where you have certain things you can do like gather five hardwood or chop down this tree or do whatever you need to do and you can uh, then trade those in for or you basically get an achievement based on that so it's basically little quests that you get points and you can use those points and spend them on certain things and do certain things with them Um, let's see what else was it um, I don't really know. I, there's a lot about it that's super exciting. Uh, the people were very excited about paths and being able to mm-hmm. design your town the way you want to. It I, looks like you can do like actual proper gardening, like as opposed to like water the flower, you get flowers. Like, you can actually pick flowers, pick and the, flowers, and the main flower stays behind. Mm-hmm. You can pull up full trees and transplant trees rather than having yep. to just chop them down and regrow them. Um, the pathways are huge, I think. I think being able to make your own pathways is good. Like, <laughs> I, I know it sounds stupid, but it's like, I'm really excited about, like, like because, you know, in Animal Crossing's of old, like, your pathways are predetermined. There's, like, one of four presets your town could be in. But yeah, I'd now always get lost. I'd be like, where the fuck am I? Yeah, but and now you can be like, oh, okay, at this, like, four-way stop, well, if I go north is A's house, if I go south is B's house, and then if they move, you can always just redo the pathways. And that's the thing that's the best, the best part about it was the fact that now, like, where it used to be, in order for you to decorate your town, used to be, not hacks, but, like, halfway between like Nintendo saying here's some tools we can't we're not telling you to do this with them but you can do this with them and us being like oh I'm going to create a path using this design or yep. whatever now it's just straight up like here's the tool create yep. paths create your town um, I'm really glad they're taking out the ability to be able to do fucking time cheats because if you're playing Animal Crossing doing time cheats you're taking Animal Crossing too serious yeah but uh, also I fucking hate waiting sometimes well, Buckle up, Buttercup. Yeah, but also fuck, uh, fuck you if uh, your switch dies because uh, cloud saving doesn't support. And that doesn't make sense. But it auto saves. Yeah, but the thing is, I mean, auto saves. Yeah, but like, if what your if switch your switch dies, dies your town's gone. Yeah. All of your progress if is you're, gone. Oh, okay. It's because it saves to the console yeah, itself, yeah, yeah. which that's ridiculous. Uh, I don't know why Nintendo, all their major games are like, oh yeah, cloud saves, and pay twenty bucks a month for this. Not twenty bucks, twenty bucks a year for cloud saves, but none of you, all the important games like. Animal fucking crossing is just like, oops, your town's gone forever if you switch switches or whatever. But anyways, um, I don't know. I'm just super excited. I really I'm hope, so excited. I really do hope to see some like networking capabilities, like I know a guy type capabilities. Yeah, because you get to because like if we, I don't know if we're gonna have a town center, but I imagine if you're not gonna have a town center, you're gonna have to get the museum somehow. You're gonna have to get you know. What's his name's coffee place? You're gonna have Brewsters. To, Brewsters. Uh, you're gonna have to get all these other places. And how would you get them? And I would mm-hmm. assume like 
you build it into your you town. You build it from the ground up. Also, eight-player multiplayer, really excited about. And, like, you and the other person can actually build together and yep. do things together and finish I'm, projects quicker. Yep. I'm, I'm way... Like, eight, eight players is really good because our group has expanded since the last new Animal Crossing, so there's not just four of us anymore. There's... You know, like we could fill do eight people, and then uh, I'm, I'm so I'm so excited for that stupid game like that. God, I'm so excited for Animal Crossing. And then Nintendo ends on like, hey, here's our one more thing, fucking sequel to Breath of the Wild in development, which is like, yeah, obviously, but just the fact that they showed something is like, oh, it's real, okay, and it's taking a weird turn. What's Ganondorf doing? <laughs> I'm so happy that it's a Breath of the Wild sequel and not yeah. another, it's a new Legend of the mm-hmm. game, which I wouldn't be mad. I'd just be a little disappointed that we mm-hmm. didn't get more Breath of the Wild universe because yep. I love Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the best Legend of Zelda games. It, I think it I mean, is the best. It's probably one of the best. I mean, just talking from a broad step probably one of the best games ever made so story story wise and it's dark as shit the story wise is good now the one thing that people are trying of course you have a bunch of lore crafting going on right now trying to figure out where and what's going on with this breath of the wild 2 stuff but um most people are most fingers are pointing towards a twilight princess uh, something to do with Twilight Princess. Yeah. Um, people are pointing towards Twilight Princess. People are even pointing towards Majora's Mask. Um, is what I'm I've seen some Majora's Mask mentioned too, but be, well, that's mainly because it's like a because Majora's Mask takes place in a different universe or something like that. Or there's like after Ocarina of Time, there's like five different timelines or some bullshit. Yeah, but like the whole timeline split thing, uh, I I do think that we're gonna see. Uh, there's even the the song that plays. If you play it backwards, it comes from uh, a specific point in Twilight Princess. Yep. Um, it's actually the theme of one of the main bad guys in Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. From what's his name? Oh God, I forgot his name. Was it Zant? Zant. Yeah, it's actually his. And uh, there's there's actually messages built in, like kind of into the audio frequency if you play it backwards. Yeah. By the way, if you played that trailer backwards. It makes sense backwards and forwards. <laughs> it, it, it's it's kind of wild. They put a lot of detail. Like yeah, they they specifically made this trailer for the Thor uh, the Thor crafting. Thor crafting. I think this game is actually probably further along than we think. I think well, I don't so think it's too. coming out next year or anything, but I think it's it's well in develop more into development than I would have figured a week ago. I think so too, and it kind of scares me in a way because like, I think this is I think this is. If it is a sequel, I mean, it is a sequel, but like if it is in that same realm, we're looking at like, I love the idea of an archaeology type, especially you and Zelda running around, Mm -hmm. Link and Zelda running around solving the mystery. Yeah, like be able to switch between the two, Mm -hmm. um, where Zelda does more magic stuff. Maybe Ganondorf is a good guy. He was a fucking baby corpse. Wasn't a baby. Maybe they get everybody baby. I've seen a lot of fan art. It was like, hey, here's Ganondorf rehydrated, and yeah. it's Ganondorf shirtless, but like also like kind demeanor and stuff. So it's, it's like, fuck, okay. <laughs> People horny for a uh, for anything. <laughs> so uh, that's E3. What what was everybody's favorite game they saw during E3? I mean, it doesn't really count, but Death Stranding. I, I would well, out of all what? the games that we've seen at E3, I'm still excited for Death Stranding. I, I, I think Death Stranding counts, yeah. and technically it was there, but yeah. uh, so I, but it, but 
speaking specifically E3, it, it's pretty hard, actually. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of Because there's a lot of shown. stuff shown, but shit, I'll let someone else go. That's hard. I, I, so, like, I, I'm going to give, like, oh, Animal Crossing, obviously, but to give my non-Animal Crossing answer, I think I'm actually the most excited about Watch Dogs, which I would not have expected a week ago. Like, we saw extended gameplay of it. I mean, we saw the whole breadth of the game. Like, it's doing well in these behind-closed-doors demos. Like, I'm, I'm fucking stoked for Watch Dogs. So, but Animal Crossing. <laughs> I think I think I have mine now. I think it's probably Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. I've been wanting to go back and play Final Fantasy XV, but I don't want to go back and replay it because it's such a long game. Yeah. And I already know the story fairly well because I only played it not that long ago. And I, I just want to play the Final Fantasy VII story so bad. Because I've never really played it. I've only seen memes and like videos talking about it. I've heard Jonathan yeah. talking about it yeah. when I was a baby. It, it's I'm really excited for Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Uh, my non-Final Fantasy VII answer would probably be Cyberpunk. 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 When CD Projekt Red... <laughs> okay. <laughs> Love you, Keanu. I know you're listening. I think for me, if I, of course, Animal Crossing is going to be my number one. Of but, course. I mean, that's kind of a given. So, second to that, I think the game that I'm most excited for and sort of like my head's been kind of thinking about more lately than even Animal Crossing, really, because everything about Animal Crossing is like, well, you get, here's it, here's what you get. And yeah. it's like, okay, because you can't really Thor. I want to say Thorcraft a lot. Um, I love Thorcraft. I think yeah. I think the Breath of the Wild too has really like excited me. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's kind of made me want to go back and replay Breath of the Wild. It's been a year and a half since I played it, and like actually came out of nowhere. And like it, there wasn't many people predicting like, hey, I think we're getting a Breath of the Wild sequel trailer yeah. at or E3. like teaser, whatever or teaser, it is. Yeah. But I like, think I jokingly said uh, the next Legend of Zelda game. I th- I th- yeah, I think one of us on the pre E three show was talking about three D Zelda. But I don't remember who it was. Um, I'm very excited to see where they go with it. I think that it's a very complicated series. Uh, I think that I think the fans have made it out to be more than what it is in some aspects, and I think that um, the the I think the creators and the story writers and the people creating the worlds I think they know that, and for them to pull such a lore heavy trailer that mimic certain scenes in certain games and some and some of those messages that that either purposefully or unpurpose I don't know I guess it would be purposefully uh, they've placed in there I think that they are leaning heavily into that lore something that I haven't we haven't necessarily seen in a Zelda game before and um, especially with seeing them kind of navigating ruins uh, I don't know it very I love lore I love Legend of Zelda lore and it's very exciting to see like ooh we're seeing the developers and the creators actually lean into this lore and uh, you know if Skyward Sword was actually a good game then, <laughs> then I think a lot of people would understand that the excitement for the producers pushing into lore seems kind of fun and also the younger staff being heavily influenced by Red Dead Redemption 2 I'm like oh fuck. yeah I'm stoked about that Winslow what about you I have five answers. Great. First, also, Elden Ring, by the way, just saying that. First, Cyberpunk 2077, of course. Cyberpunk. Uh, 12 Minutes, mm-hmm. uh, Crystals, mm-hmm. uh, Blasphemous, mm-hmm. and uh, Destroy All Humans. I actually watched the gameplay for it. Looks really good. Huh. The fact that it has that old audio, 
completely fine. Well, what's Crystals? Chris out the game they showed at PC Gaming Show, the past, present, future game we talked about. Oh, Crystal. Yeah. yeah, it's two. It's two Chris words, Tales. but it's pronounced yeah. Crystals. Chris yeah. Uh, well, that's E3 2019 in a nutshell for you. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of the All You Can Hear podcast. You can check us out on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Overcast, all your favorite RSS feed catchers. You can leave us a like, a review, a subscription, a rating. All of that helps us out tremendously. Just, you know, you're listening to us, you know. Leave us something. Uh, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at AYCH Podcast. You can follow us on twitch.tv slash all you can hear. You can follow us on Instagram, AYCH Podcast. You can follow us our Twitch VOD YouTube channel is also all you can hear. And you can follow me, your boy, Tanner, at Tanner1495. Me name, Colt. Follow me, Twitter, at ColtD00. Just send me a video game. Just send me a video game picture. (laughs) My name is Jonathan, and I'm saying bye. My name is Cody. You can follow me at CODDOC11 on Instagram. That's it. Okay. Uh, thank you for listening. I'm Winslow. You can follow me on Twitter at Winsy Wilkie. Find my art Instagram at World of Winsy. We'll see you next week, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>